right. Hello and welcome to Podcast 572. As always, I'm joined by my two friends, Dan and Matt. And this week we have a special guest. We have comedian Ryan Nee Miller. I think I said that right. Yeah, you nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Excellent. Uh, I, I've been called much worse. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, nailed it. Well done. So, uh, but he's joined us this week. So we have kind of at the beginning, our show is going to be a little different this week. We're going to do an interview with him. We got some questions from you guys that we're going to ask him. Uh, I have some questions myself. And then after that, it'll be just a normal show. And he's going to join us for that. So uh, anyways, we're going to start. I'm going to start and, and hit you with the first two questions right away. <laughs> okay. If you're cool with that. Uh, first, first question is, for you personally, what's the first game that really got you into playing video games? Because you're you're a known gamer. As yes, well as yeah, so, so I've been playing games. You know, I turned 40 next week and I've been playing since I was five, I think. Okay. It's like when I really remember oh, doing wow. it. Yeah. So uh, I can't technically remember the very, very, very first game that I played. Uh, it might have been probably something on Atari. But the first one I remember being blown away by. And it's a pretty cliche answer that I think a lot of people <laughs> my age have is super mario brothers like, 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 like the first time i think my cousins had uh an nes with that and just the scope of like what that meant like it feels a little bare bones now in 2022 yeah. but five-year-old sure. me lost his mind it just it felt like mm-hmm. such an epic adventure that you know it, it wasn't just like because if i played games before that it would have been something like pong it would have had okay. that, that kind of where it's just literally yeah, yeah. Okay, that's the game. It's tennis, essentially. Got it. Okay, we're done. Like, that's all it is. Uh, so for this to be like, there's characters and there's different environments and all that, it blew me away. I mean, that's the, it is a cliche answer, but that's the answer for so many people. I, I think that's, that's mine the answer as well. all three yeah. of us gave when we talked about it. <laughs> we talked about yeah. it a couple weeks ago. Because yeah. like, I, I'm in the same boat where like, I want, I probably played like, you know, golf on Atari where there's a white ball moving on a green background and that's the entire game. But that didn't mean anything to me until you played Mario brothers and, you know, and you played it every day, all day. Right. Yeah. And, and back in the day too, like I grew up so poor that like, you know, when we got our own NES, it's not like I had like, like now I own over 5,000 games. If you count digital, mm-hmm. uh, I have a bit of a problem with collecting. That's who that's- I am as a human. Uh, but we, we were poor trailer park kids, you know? So like, at any given time, we'd maybe have five or six games. And if we wanted new games, you kind of had to trade with friends or, or sell yeah. them. Yeah. Or it was a lot oh, of yeah. rentals. Definitely. So, so I got so much play out of uh, Super Mario Brothers. It's <laughs> absurd. Well, I, and I think we talked about it like a couple of weeks ago. And we went through and we kind of ranked like what was our favorite system each generation. Like when you hit that Super Nintendo Genesis uh, era, like you had one or the other. You didn't have both. <laughs> like yeah, yeah back in up. those days, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> if you had I, mean, both, I, I have <laughs> everything now. Like if there's a new generation, yeah, yeah I buy sure. everything. You know, <laughs> I, I the only thing I don't have now is a PS5 just because okay. I haven't it's, stumbled upon one yet. That's fair like enough. More of what that is. <laughs> But but yeah, it was always the same thing back then. My my parents weren't going to let me have everything, no. <laughs> right? And, and mine either. And, oh, no and, and I think it's always interesting talking about that too. Is that um, I I found just anecdotally, uh, what whatever system you had, like Genesis or Super Nintendo, for instance, was based on your neighborhood. Like, yeah, like I, I, I always thought it was oh, weird. Yeah. Like there I, there was not a single kid that I grew up with, like in in the trailer park who had a Genesis, at least to my knowledge. We were, we were all Super Nintendo. So I think all the kids, like, all you and your friends, you just talk. I'm like, yeah, I'm getting a Super Nintendo. I'm going to get one, too. And like that yeah. was kind of what it was. Yeah. And then I've heard other people be like, no one I knew had a Super Nintendo. We were all Genesis kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was very it's, territorial. Yeah, it was. This is very much how it went. Like, with me, I had a group of, like, 
four core friends when I was in like middle school and grade school. And when I was in grade school, it was like three of us had a Super Nintendo, and we had the odd friend that had a Genesis. Right, so but like, you had to have. Over- you had to have the one kid who had. You had to have the one friend who had Genesis because it's like that's where I experienced some games that. Because that's where you Nintendo. get Mortal Kombat with blood. Exactly. That's exactly. the reason you kept yeah. them around. Exactly. So you can see the gore. Exactly. <laughs> I tell you what happened to me. Uh, the, I, the we had question. one friend. Go ahead. Oh. We had one friend that used to have a, that had a Sega, but his parents were so strict. We had to watch through the window just to see it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, strict this is like, the only like thing I get. Only one person could be in the house at a time, or no, like, strict like as in nobody can go to the house. Not period. You couldn't have not a oh. single person at the house. Like, Damn. so even if the Damn. parents were there, we're literally all at the window, just like, yeah, hit him in the face. Okay. Just <laughs> like six people just hovered in this little window, just looking them out. And I'm like, man. I- I always had friends or I had a couple of friends who like that kind of thing, like parents never wanted to let them have friends over. And as a kid, I was like, what the hell? Like, I don't get it. As an adult, kids are gross. Yeah, yeah I don't want kids true. in my house. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> if I have kids, my kids will not have friends until they're 18. They're not legally allowed to have friends until That's they go true. to college. No, I, I remember, too, like, especially growing up, like I personally in when it was summer like it was a lucky day if you got to go into one of your friends house to play super nintendo or like it was always like play outside play outside like like that lucky like rainy day then then the parents like well i don't have any choice (laughs) you're allowed in so oh i totally get that um other question i have for you and this is the other side of things obviously is your comedian what are some of your influences and idols uh influences and idols for uh, comedy so i've been doing uh for anyone who's listening who might not be familiar with me ahead of time, so uh, I've been doing comedy for about 16 years now. Uh, I, uh, I'm most notably known. I did. Uh, I was on America's Got Talent a couple years ago, uh, 2019. I got third place overall, making me officially the third most talented person in America for that year, at least. No, no, no. <laughs> it, it's it, it's raining. It forever. Let's keep looking. It stays. Okay. It, it works very much like the president. All right. Like okay. you, might, you might not be the <laughs> acting president, you're but you're still referred to person. as president. That is Got how it. that's worked for me. Influences <laughs> uh, for comedy. Um, I, I would say probably the biggest two. If I had to answer this, I, I have I have a real uh, bad problem with rankings. Sure. Um, which will something my project I'm working on later will be a. Uh, uh, interesting to talk about because of that. I'm usually really good. If you ever ask me like what my f- my top favorite of something is, I can usually yeah. answer that. When you tell me what's your top five or top ten, that's when I have trouble yeah. making those decisions. Uh, but if I had to pick uh, the top influences for comedy, uh, number one, um, any current things about him, notwithstanding, uh, Dave Chappelle. Okay. okay. Um, okay. I, I don't. I don't think. His, I don't think his newer work is oh, his yeah. best stuff. But yeah, um, overall, <laughs> uh, Chappelle, I think like Chappelle, I always kind of describe to people. He is the last stop before a joke becomes hack. Okay. So <laughs> whenever Chappelle talks about a topic like, like you know, some of his more famous specials, like the kill them softly and stuff like when he joked about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson jokes were done now. That was kind of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like that was the end all be all opinion on it. We can stop talking about Michael Jackson now. He, he just has a way with that. Like when he chimes in for me, I think that topic is done. It's now been overplayed. Uh, and, and then the other comic I would say um, for a little bit personal reasons would be Jim Gaffigan. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, he's not necessarily always my, like the funniest comic. If I was like trying to suggest a funny comic, he's not always who I would choose for that. 
but yeah. he he grew up in the same part of Indiana I'm from. Okay. So so for me, it was a little bit of uh, okay if he can become a big star from here because where I'm from is a very small rural kind of area. Yeah. You know? So it's not mm-hmm. it's not known as being a mecca of entertainment. <laughs> so if he could make it out of there, I could make it out of there. So that was an excuse. And, and I also think he's kind of brilliant because. He he has a way of being able to talk about the same thing for so long, but you don't care. Yeah. <laughs> because there's, there's certain comics that you hear talking about the same subject over and over again. And like 10 minutes in, you're like, all right with it. Come on. <laughs> with him, you can be 45 minutes in and you're like, shit, he's still talking about bacon, isn't he? <laughs> this is yeah. nothing but bacon. And, and there's a skill to that. That is a very difficult thing to do. All right. No, I, I mean, I, I agree with both of them. So, all right. Well, we got we got emails for you along with okay. our, you know, fun GameStop emails. So I'm going to run through the emails that we got for you. Um, the, the, these are these are from listeners. I'm assuming these are from this listeners. Is- yeah, these are from listeners for our uh, our email address is podcast five seventy two at gmail dot com. So if you ever want to write in, you certainly can. Uh, first one we have is from Chris from San Diego. He says, hi, guys. The question is directed to Ryan. Simply put, what is your favorite video game of all time? And what is- <laughs> Back to the rankings. <laughs> Back exactly. to the rankings. Luckily, I can give you the top. It's one. It's one. So, it's one. And then he also says, uh, what is your current favorite system to play games on? So Perfect. I think I can answer that. Uh, so current favorite system, if I had to, uh, it, it's kind of a tie because I split my time between the Switch and uh, Xbox Series X. Uh, I, I've always been an Xbox guy because that's what my friends played. Mm. Um, PlayStation for me is always an exclusives machine. Yeah. So sure. if, <laughs> if something comes out on both, I'll play it on Xbox because that's where my friends are going to be. Right. But I will play like, oh, I want to play Spider-Man. I got to go over that. You know, so I'll play that. Um, I got really into achievement hunting. So like, okay. like the, I, I'm a bit of a gamer score whore. So I kind of. <laughs> what, what, what are you at? What are you at right now? Uh, I'm at like 504,000. Oh, man. Okay. I think. Wow. You're yeah. above me, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's sort of been my I thing. That, I was into that a while ago, but I I capped out at about 120. Yeah, I, 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 I'm still into it, but I I had to pull myself back from yeah. it because yeah. it's really easy with that. And, and I, I'm a big believer: spend your money the way you want to spend your money, game the way you want to game. I don't have to agree with it. You don't have to agree with it. It's <laughs> at the end of the day, as much as I love gaming. It's nonsense in the ground. Like, like people <laughs> yeah. who have really strong opinions about what you should and shouldn't do, just shut up. All right. It's, it's your free time. It's a hobby. <laughs> Be quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But, but I was getting into this trap that happens with a lot of achievement hunters that instead of playing good games, playing bad ones, I would yeah. play, I would buy 10 bad games that you could finish and get a thousand gamer score in like 30 minutes. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Avatar, Terminator. Yeah. <laughs> I remember all the 360 classic ones. Yeah, you get all that stuff. And eventually I just had to kind of, you know, I, I still I, I still try to find some of those occasionally if, if I've heard they're decent games. Mm-hmm. still Because not every yeah. short, easy gamer score game is a bad game, but a lot of them are. Yeah. Uh, but I would say my favorite video game, uh, and I'm doing a project now to kind of determine my full list. Um, sure. I, I'll go ahead and plug it now. So I, I just started uh, streaming on Twitch again. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, twitch.tv slash cripplethreat8. Uh, and I'm doing something uh, I'm calling Ryan Ranks, where I literally I spent about three months putting together a spreadsheet of my entire video game collection. So that's digital Ooh. and physical. I had I was going through all the duplicates because I have stuff for multiple systems and multiple right. ways. <laughs> I went through all that. It was very tedious. <laughs> it took a long time. <laughs> and I've made this master list. And now what I'm doing on Twitch is I'd be playing those games. And after I play the game, 
I will then put it on my definitive ranking. Okay. So, so it's a little bit tongue in cheek, but I'm kind of pitching it as the, this is the absolute only list of the greatest games of all time. No <laughs> arguments. <laughs> Once they're on the list, if it's not Do on it. the list, the game doesn't exist yet. <laughs> That's how I look at it. Um, hoping to be able to have some friendly debate with stuff like that. Um, but all time, if you would ask me, like, right this second, what's my favorite game of all time? That is easily Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Okay. Okay. Excellent definitely, choice. Definitely yeah, excellent is, choice. Yeah, it's fantastic. <clears throat> okay. It's well, one of the only games I still play. I play that probably two, three times a year. Just do you do cover. any, like, randomizer stuff for it just because you know it so well? I did a little bit of randomizer stuff. Um, once they started getting super deep into like yeah. the options for that, because yeah. like there's all the key sanity and the, then, you know, it's yeah. like what uh, Link to the Past mixed with Super Metroid. It, it got that's a little a gra- bit that's too a crazy one. Yeah, yeah. It, it got a little too deep in the water for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I'll do the basic ones occasionally just because I think it's a really cool idea. But yeah. uh, but I, I like the old meat and potatoes. I like old meat and potatoes Link to the Past. There's, some, there's such something very comforting about finding a game that you can almost sleepwalk through because you know right. it so well <laughs> and you just play it and just a nice lazy Saturday afternoon and you're good. Yep. No, it's, no, it's a good answer. I will say, you know, a prelude to when we get into the real, you know, part of the podcast here, one of the games that I'm going to talk about that I've been playing is it what I would call a bad achievement game. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Nice. For the, for the Xbox Series X, so oh, and, and um, just a small update from what we were talking about before we got uh got on here. Uh, your invite just came in, Kyle. Oh, perfect. You can join now. You know, twenty minutes <laughs> join. It finally showed up. Awesome. All right, restart it. All right. <laughs> yeah, from the top. Remember, we have the connector going. Remember everything you did. What people don't know this is this is the seventh take already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next question we have is from Jack from Roundtown, Pennsylvania. He says. I have a question for Ryan. I hope it doesn't offend. I'm just simply curious. How has gaming evolved over the years to accommodate someone that has your unique disability? Uh, that is, that is, that's a good question. And no offense there. It's, uh, okay. it's something I can, I can give, uh, uh, I, I think I can give some insight too. again. So anyone who's listening who might not be familiar with me, I have a disability in my arms. So essentially I have five fingers total four that are basically useful. The two on my left hand are fused together. So I basically have, one thing over there, three on the right hand. Uh, as things have evolved in gaming, it's it progressively gets harder and harder to a mm. certain extent. Uh, when I first started playing games, it was NES and Atari. Right. NES yeah. is two. Right. It, it's an A, B button, <laughs> select start, which you don't have to use very often at all, and a D-pad. Boom. Yeah. I got it. Atari was literally a freaking stick. <laughs> <laughs> I got the stick. It <laughs> was simple. That was super easy there. Um, super Nintendo comes out. They add a couple more buttons. The The shoulder buttons get a little tricky on the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, now with the buttons, you know, with, with certain controllers, like I said earlier, I'm an Xbox player. Mm-hmm. You know, there's four face buttons. There's two joysticks. There's a D-pad. Uh, menu and the select start, or the select start essentially. Four bumpers on the top. Yep. Like uh, As games come through, it, it can get a little tricky for me. It, and, and I'm not saying this sour grapes-wise. I understand what I have is unique and people making video games are trying to make money. So they're not going to cater their controller because one person might have trouble with it kind of thing. I get sure. that. But uh, that's, make, that's what always makes me appreciate when companies make an effort to do accessibility options. Yeah. Uh, right. and, 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 a lot better at that too. 
and some accessibility options, it's not even necessarily making it where, you know, it only uses two buttons. Like, that's not always accessibility. How about uh, every game, I think, should mandatory allow remapping of buttons? Yeah, for sure. But that, yeah. that is not hard. Because I, I, I have problems. Uh, I'll give a specific example. I have pro uh, problems playing first-person shooters because aiming down a scope is almost always the left trigger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't have any extra fingers on there. I have to use the left there. So if I'm going to actually aim, I have to take my hand off of the joystick, go up there. I'm a sitting duck. I can't aim and move at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me, I can't be competitive. They're not fun for me anymore. Um, the Wii. I basically skipped the Wii entirely because Nintendo was <laughs> yeah. like, hey, fuck you, cripple. You can't want this. Because, like, and again, I like, like the, the idea of motion controls is awesome. Make it an option. There, yeah. there is there is some yeah. all-time great games I cannot play to this day because they mm. made you hold a nunchuck. Yeah. yeah. They mm. made you hold two things. I can't play VR right now because most of those games make you hold things. Yeah. Right? Instead yeah. of just being in the VR the weird, space. Yeah, the weird controllers and everything. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, so it's uh, people with disabilities, if if anyone listening is not familiar, we're pretty good at adapting just on our own. You figure it out, you know, like it's it just how it's human nature. Humans will figure out how to make things work <laughs> if they can make it work. But some games can be very tricky like that. It, it, it's a. Uh, um, it can be an uphill battle sometimes, which is a big reason I play a lot of retro too, because you don't have sure. those problems right. in retro yeah. stuff. Oh, that's completely understandable. So, uh, let's see. Next question we have is Megan from Roanoke, Virginia. She says, hi guys. It's really cool that your podcast is new. You guys got a guest like this. My question is for Ryan. What was the experience like being on America's Got Talent and how did it elevate your career afterwards? Well, uh, being on the show, uh, it brought me to this podcast. I'll tell you that much. Wow. <laughs> so you're really falling off. <laughs> it's been a rough couple years is what yeah. I'm saying. It's been a really rough couple years since. Uh, now, uh, uh, the, the experience on America's Got Talent, I have literally nothing bad I could say about it whatsoever. It's uh, when you're on there, you, you sort of have to know the deal going in, you know, like it, it's it's a kind of over the top reality tv talent show like that's yeah. kind of what it is and, and you're there on uh on their dime basically like that they, they don't need you you need them kind of thing right uh it, it was really weird when i first found out i was getting to do it there was so many like other comics who were like man they're, they're gonna try to censor you you can't even take about what you want and i'm like yeah of course not it's a family friendly NBC show on prime times on Tuesday. Like, of course I can't say fuck. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like, like that's common sense. Like anytime, like it's so weird that people have that mentality when it comes to like comedy or like shows like that. Like you're not allowed to just go. Like if you do the tonight show, you can't talk about your pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's not, you, you, you're, you're, you're happy for the experience. You know, you're just happy to be yeah. part of it. So, but so, but they treated me great. They they let me tell my story the way I wanted to tell my story, which was very important to me. Um, as far as what it's done for my career afterwards, uh, it's night and day. The fact that the fact that anyone's even emailing with a question shows that that show right. meant something. Yeah, because, exactly. Uh, and I'm not even saying this like if this isn't like a chip on my shoulder kind of thing. 
Megan from Roanoke, Virginia is not emailing you guys to ask me a question <laughs> if I wasn't on that show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and that's not sour grape. Like you, you're, you're nobody until you're somebody. That's kind of yeah, how right. this business works. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. the fact that anyone even cares to ask that question for me is like a perfect example okay. of what that show did for me. Like, like I, I'm, I'm not George Clooney. I'm not, you know, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not that level of – it's nothing like that. But, you know, it's cool getting recognized at the airport sometimes. It's cool <laughs> oh, that yeah. people come to my shows on purpose now. Right. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> they come with intent. Like that means a lot. Like it's awesome. I mean, the show has just everything in my life has kind of come together because of that. I, you know, I'm able to buy a house now because of that. I have this cool game collection. I got married yeah. because of the what that show put me in position for. Like, life's awesome. And, and, and AGT is a big reason for it. Nice. It's really cool. I, um, the, when you were on there, because I, I watched some of the clips of everything of the show, because I don't normally watch the show, but when Matt was talking about you, he sent some clips and I was watching it. And you yeah. are hilarious. I love you're awesome. Yeah, thank you. Thank um, you. Appreciate that. Well, I'm a big comedy guy. Like you were talking about like Gaffigan and stuff. Like I've seen him in person. Like I go to shows, or I used to go to a lot more before, you know, I got old and had kids. But <laughs> right. yeah, those, those little fun sucky yeah, yeah, yeah. But um I, I thought part of the part of the stuff I really liked was like uh, you were talking about like the wrestling stuff and like meeting Jericho and stuff. Like how can you tell me more about that? Like how cool was that? Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you now, uh, for anyone that's not a pro wrestling fan, go ahead and skip about five minutes. We apologize. I'm about, I'm about to nerd out pretty hard right now. Um, so, so I've always been a wrestling fan. Like like that's that that's lasted almost as much of my life as video games has. Like those are my two things. Um, I, I've just always been a huge fan. That's where the Cripple Threat name came from. Mm-hmm. Um, I call my fan base Club Nub. That it, it's all it's all it's all pro wrestling branding basically it's all that that's kind of where that was inspired by um on the on the first on my audition i did a joke about how i wanted to be a pro wrestler first that's where the name cripple threat i did that i did that cripple threat joke and that kind of just became like a running theme throughout the entire show uh when you make the finals on america's got talent they always do like a celebrity duet thing so you'll you'll do something with a celebrity and and for, for some acts, it's obvious. Like, if there's a singer, they're going to bring in a famous singer. They sing a song together. Done. Everyone's That's happy, what it right? is. Yeah. With comedy, you can't really do that. You know, they're not going to have <laughs> me and Jim Gaffigan telling jokes in stereo. Or, <laughs> you know, it just they're not going to work. So, so they asked me, um, they, they asked me kind of like uh, during the semifinals, because they just had to prepare all this so it's such a quick turnaround. They were like, okay. What are give me like your top five favorite wrestlers of like people you 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 love? And for me, Jericho was always number one. Um, he, he's always been my number one. Um, fun fact for any of you guys who are you seem to be wrestling fans. Yeah, uh, here <laughs> I, I was. Um, this was accidental. I didn't do this on purpose, but I was in the Allstate Arena in Chicago the night that he debuted with the countdown clock. Okay. Oh wow. Man. So, so, wow. so it, it was a late birthday gift. I, I got to maybe go to one wrestling show a year just mm-hmm. because it was always like a birthday present kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. That happened to be the one we got to yeah, go that's to. Incredible. That's incredible. And, that and awesome. that moment, um, I, I, I don't say this with any kind of hyperbole or anything. Uh, that moment of like feeling the crowd energy of that countdown hitting zero and Jericho appearing was what made me go, I'm going to be a performer one day. 
I I thought at the time it was going to be pro wrestler. That was sort of the how my brain was working. I was going to be a wrestler. Uh, This might surprise you guys by looking at me. Not exactly a naturally gifted athlete. (laughs) Not really my thing. Um, So so comedy won out over that. So so that but that was a very that was that's like a landmark moment in my life was being there in that audience for that moment. We fast forward to America's Got Talent. I put Jericho at the top of the list. I didn't think they'd be able to get him uh, because he was already with AEW at that sure. time. Yeah. And, and, and getting nerdy into TV stuff, NBC Universal owns USA, has a relationship right, right. with, yeah. with <laughs> WWE. He is over on the competition, which is with TNT <laughs> and, t- you know, all that. Yeah. So I thought just like logistically it wasn't going to work. Um, I found out after the fact the backup plan was The Miz. Which okay, would have okay. also been very That's cool. Good dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He seems like a really good dude. I like the Miz a lot. <laughs> I think he's a very underrated I, performer. I like him as a person and like um he's just he works so damn hard. Yeah. But like he, he, he's super underrated. I like yeah. like like he he, he, tur- he turns um uh chicken shit into chicken salad a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, with stuff he's given. I think I think I think he's very underrated. But so so Jericho, um, and it was cool that he did it because he didn't have to. You know, like, like yeah, sure. he, he doesn't need a guest appearance on AGT to make it, you know, like he's he's yeah. doing pretty good for himself, <laughs> you know, but but they asked him, he took a look at the clips. He thought I was funny. So he he actually reached out to me before I knew this was going to happen. Oh, um, okay. specifically like That's that. Cool. He like we, we I was with a couple of the other contestants watching one of the uh, the the other semifinal that we weren't on. We were watching that live mm-hmm. and I was like. Holy shit! Chris Jericho just followed me on Twitter. <laughs> like that's that's crazy. Uh, and then he sent me a message. He was like super funny. He quoted one of my jokes. I was like, oh, this is awesome! Like this is like the coolest thing I've ever done. I make the finals. They don't they don't tell you any of this is set up until you make the finals because they don't want to get your hopes up or get your yeah, head yeah. freaked out. Sense. Right. I make the finals and they're like, okay, uh, on this day we're gonna need you to be available because Chris Jericho is coming in and you're gonna film this skit together. And I fucking lost wow. my mind. Like it was, <laughs> it was so cool. I mean, I mean, I kept it together because I'm an adult, and I'm like, oh, that sounds great. I'm, I'm really look forward to it. Inside, I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life. We didn't really talk ahead of time because um, because he didn't want he he wanted it to be very natural. Sure. So he wanted everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 has a really smart mind for this type of stuff for sure. Um, AGT, they they kind of had an idea of what they wanted this skit to be. And Jericho kind of talked them out of some of it uh, because and he made a good point. And you guys have seen it, too. Uh, people who aren't in the wrestling business don't know how to present wrestling yes. without making yeah. it oh, kind of yeah. corny and weird. It's already it's already a weird enough thing anyway without understanding how yeah, it works. For sure. <laughs> so so they gave us a couple bullet points to hit. But he essentially said, hey, I'm a pro. He seems like a pro. We'll just improv it. <laughs> Wow, and and we, we directed by Chris Jericho, basically, yeah. <laughs> so, so when he got in there, he introduced himself before we were like filming. Um, just we talked for like a couple minutes, just basically, hey, you know, appreciate you being here. Thank you. We're what kind of just this, this, this. Perfect. He he basically was like, we'll call it in the ring, and I was like, awesome, that's easy. Uh, and so we filmed it. We we nailed it. Almost everything that like actually aired was first take. Awesome. We had to redo a couple oh, of things, wow. but we nailed it. We just had a very natural kind of chemistry. It just worked. It was super cool. Uh, it, it was fa- it was just awesome. He was super cool to hang out with. His manager was there. His manager was great. Like everything was fine. It was a it was a perfect fun day. Had that been the end of it, I would have been very happy. That's a memory <laughs> I can take with me forever. Yeah. 
story continues later. Um, as I start getting on tour after AGT, I uh, had booked a weekend in Tampa at Side Splitters, which is one of my favorite clubs in the entire country. I was going to be there Thanksgiving weekend. So I was uh, doing a show Wednesday, off Thursday for the holiday, then doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday for the rest of the weekend. Jericho lives in Tampa. Right. He saw that my uh, he saw in my calendar that I was going to be down there. He texts me and he's like, "Hey, are you doing anything for Thanksgiving?" Get and I was like, well, out of here. I was like, no, I mean, I'm just, I'm just hanging out down here. You know, I'm just like down here. I don't really have family down here. I'm probably just going to lay low. Well, my wife and I want you to come over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so I have Thanksgiving man. at Chris Jericho's house. It's it's, cool. um, <laughs> and, 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 and then even from there, you know, like he, uh, he hired me. I did the cruise last year. I was one of the performers. Oh, that's, on the oh, that's awesome. So now yeah. I'm friends with a bunch of the AEW people. That's which really is fantastic. Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm actually going to double or nothing. Um, and awesome. Then Dynamite and Rampage after that when they come to Vegas and California. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm going to see a lot of friends there. Um, that, that like, 40-year-old me is is lo- loves having, like, a cool friend who does a lot of interesting stuff. Like, mm. I, I, I and some people, you know, wrestling fans, some have turned on Jericho just because he's been around for so long. Like, like, I get it. But, like, I always judge, quote-unquote, famous people uh, that are, like, friendly with me by how if they'll respond to like text messages and stuff yeah sure because like i have a lot of comic friends that i started with doing open mics with who the second they kind of made it they couldn't be bothered talking to me anymore like (laughs) they've already got there jericho is a huge fucking star if i would text jericho right now within an hour he would text me back and be like what's up dude like like he's just a good (laughs) genuine guy like that that's really cool i really appreciate that as a just as an adult (laughs) you know that's pretty awesome that's awesome so Thank sorry you. to any non-wrestling fans. Oh, no, just, not at all. Yeah, you can check back in now. <laughs> yeah, you can, uh, if you guys can put timestamps on the episode. For, <laughs> if, you, if you don't want to hear uh, neckbeards talking about uh, pro yeah, wrestling. From podcast. Yeah. 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 Uh, we have one more uh, question. Sure. We have an email. Uh, you already answered one one part of this, so you can skip over that part, but I'll go ahead and read it. It says, uh, this is Jeremiah from Grand Haven, Michigan. He says, very exciting. You guys got a guest in your podcast for this next episode. I have a question for Ryan. In terms of video games, what's the first system you ever owned? We already covered that. So Yes, that was, yeah, <laughs> and, and, and the, this was the first one that was mine. Yeah. For sure. uh, and through the years, which one has been your favorite? Oh, <laughs> favorite one's done. If you want to go by just hours played, that would be the Xbox One. Okay. Uh, okay. Because I, I think, when, like, I had always, like, I've always, video games have been a part of me, like, in my life for a long time. As a kid, I was really, really into it. But when I, when I got to, like, high school, basically, I started caring more about high school kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would still play games, but I basically was just playing the same games over... You know, I okay. play my Link to the Past, the Tecmo Super Bowl, you know, like like certain games that I just loved that I could play over and over again. Um, so there's like a big period of time where I just I wasn't actively playing new stuff that much. OK. And then round X, like late 360 Xbox One was when I got back into gaming hardcore. That's what it well, really hit. Your achievement score speaks for itself. Yes. <laughs> yes. It, it, it either means I'm dedicated or lonely or both. If I had to say, though, like, like I'll put it in the context of a deserted island kind of situation. Yeah. Like, like if I only was allowed to only play one console for the rest of my life, I would pick Super Nintendo. Okay. 
Oh, I, yes. I, I, I think both from just the the game quality, it's got some absolute bangers, <laughs> you yeah, know, for sure. just all time. And, and then also, I, I think you can't ever discount this when you're making decisions like this. There's just a nostalgia to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, like objectively, modern games are generally way better <laughs> than 16-bit <laughs> games are. It's just the nature of how technology works. Mm-hmm. I don't have – my heart isn't into – what the PS5 is doing right now, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. like I don't, I don't have any kind of emotional build to that. Super Nintendo, though, it, like that's my childhood. Like that just brings me back to those points. So I would, I would pick Super Nintendo. That's probably my favorite of all time. Okay, I think that matches all of us too. So there we go. That's why we're all friends <laughs> no, now. It's a gener- it's a gener- I think it's a big generational thing, just in general. I mean, we're all around the same age and. You know, that's what I played forever as a kid. So. Yeah, yeah, I love Super Nintendo. I, I had no interest in the N64 when that came out because I'm still in love with my Super Nintendo, basically. <laughs> and, and, and to this day, this this we'll, we'll call this uh, as we transition into video games again. We'll, we'll do a video game <laughs> hot take here. I think the Nintendo 64 is the most overrated console of all time. I say you really uh, fit in with us. <laughs> I stick to Kyle all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's awful. I I, th- I think the reason that people give it such a pass is because it has potentially two of the greatest video games of all time. Yeah. With Super Mario 64 and Ocarina of Time. I, right. I think having those two games and then everybody forgets that console is over half sports games. And and, and I like sports games, yeah. but it has shitty sports games. Yeah. And then they have good oh, ones. Yeah. It has, yeah, it has a very low library. So like the percentage of good games is just low in general. But like. Yeah, I've talked about North America's what two ninety six, I think ish, yeah, yeah, somewhere around there. But like, I've talked to Kyle. I've said this before on the on the show that like, I don't think a lot of them even hold up anymore. Like, it's just the controller is bizarre. It's they're bowling shoe ugly to use a Jrism. (laughs) They're it's that, and, and like, and I will always argue too. Like, I understand when something's influential. But it doesn't mean it's still fun. Right. Because there's a lot of people <laughs> right. now who like say like Goldeneye is the greatest game ever. It's, You've not that per, anyone who says that hasn't played Goldeneye since it came out. It's also you, not Gold, even the best Goldeneye a, game on the system. It's a fucking train wreck in twenty twenty two. I don't care Perfect what anyone says. Yeah. I don't care what anyone says. But but it's also influential. Goldeneye, that multiplayer is the reason we play multiplayer the way we right. do now. And I yeah. think a lot of people it's important, but it's garbage now to play the original. There's nostalgia for it, and there's nostalgia for it being like the first system that was four players out of the box, like Mario yep. Kart, four players. Everybody yeah. played it. Your parents played Everybody it. Like did. it was just yeah. There's a nostalgia factor to it, but like it just it doesn't hold up the same way that even like the NES holds up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I can put Those my two cents in, though, the wrestling games, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. The wrestling games hold up. I don't care. I was just playing them before they we do. went into this podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's honestly like almost, it's weird because that's almost like the last great era of wrestling games. Yeah. But, that exactly. was 20, yep. but that was 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And, 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 and the point I'm making too, I, I if people enjoy the NCAA, if you still enjoy playing a game, like on an individual basis, have a blast. It's, it's, it's the same thing we talked about earlier. Games are supposed to be fun. It's your hobby. Right. I, I, I'm talking even exactly. just like how pe- how like reviewers and video game media talk about it. Like oh, everyone's this is yeah. like unnaturally it's, high reverence for that system. Ba- like like I, I, PS1 was better. I don't have a lot of love for PS1, but PS1 I think is better. Uh, and, and Super Nintendo, like GameCube, is far better. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, you know like, but it, it's just such a weird because I think people get locked into the it's supposed to be good. Yeah. If you want to piss people off, I've been finding this. If you want to piss off people, tell them a game that they just have weird nostalgia for is bad. They lose their mind. Hey man, I've said openly that I think Super Mario sixty four is not good. Like I don't think it's good. I don't think it holds up. It came out on the Switch. I tried to play it. I played it for like a half hour. Oh, and went, dude. how the hell did I play this? Like, I, I can't stand that game. And like, and some people would probably tell me it's their favorite game of all time. That's fine. But- well, a lot of it too is like when when you originally fired up a game like Super Mario sixty four, like right out of the box, there was nothing like it at the time, right? And and it's amazing. Exactly. Three D platformers have just been fine tuned so much since then. I remember that like. Yeah. It's so hard to like go back and play that now. Like, I, I think if you have nostalgia for it, you'll still enjoy it for sure. Right. I think if I would introduce my nephew to it, he would essentially be like, "What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is <laughs> you played this? This is terrible." You know, like. But I, I, I like you say about turning it on for the first time. Like Ocarina, I remember having that feeling with Ocarina of Time. Like the first time you yeah. boot it up and you come out and you run around the village, you're like. Holy crap! There's never been anything like this before. Yeah, and I that game I feel like it holds up. Mario, I don't know. There's just something about that game. I just he controls weird, and it's just like the level design as you go further in the game gets worse, and it's just like I don't know. But we can can shit on the 64 all day, but we don't have time. (laughs) (laughs) That being said, I own like 264 games. Just so everybody's aware. to say i'm about 60 percent done with my collection i'm going for a full set so i'm getting close (laughs) i have i have three out of like the hardest four or five i don't have super i don't have super bowling because i don't want to pay 600 dollars for a bowling game yeah it's tough to get yeah Uh, this will be fun but before we get into it that that got a are are you all collectors yes yes to an extent yeah what is the most you've ever spent on a video game i'm always interested to ask collectors that (laughs) on a single game not not like a lot of stuff, like a single game. Right. Um, because everybody collects different. There's some people who just have a rule, like, I will not spend more than $40 on a game. They have expensive stuff, but maybe they find it in have, like a... I don't have that rule, but like I do have a, a limit where it's like, I don't like paying, I'd say, like 100 for a game. Like, if it's something that I've been looking for, like, Super yeah. Nintendo games cost $70 when they came out. So if I pay $70 for it now, is that really any different? Not really, but like I, I'm proud to say that I've never paid like two hundred and fifty dollars for a game. But I have a lot of expensive stuff. I've just gotten lucky over the years. Yeah, yeah you have stuff that is worth that much now. Oh, I've I've stuff that <laughs> far surpasses that, but never um, paid that. So for me, uh, the most expensive I think so I have two. I have one that my girlfriend got me for Christmas a couple of years ago. I do not to this day. I do not know how much she spent, but she told me it was a lot. And that is, <laughs> and that is my, and that is my sealed copy of Rondo of Blood for uh, Turbo Graphics. Okay. So, I, I mean, ter- uh, even terrible Turbo Graphic games are expensive Our, now. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that, it ha- uh, that has to be a pretty penny <laughs> for me. I so I went for to get everything Castlevania. I'm only missing like two games. This is one of my favorite franchises of all time. I went and got um, that other. A not great blockbuster exclusive 64 game legacy of darkness for the kids okay. uh, so the one where you play as Cornell. i have that complete box which is hard to get because it's a blockbuster game they cut that box up so i actually we found dan found a deal we went down to the store i think i paid like one i think i think after i did some trades it was like 120 but it's like 160 
Okay. But it was that, one of those things was, where I'm like, for what it was, it was a, it was a fair. It has price. the box. Like, like right. that's, that's I'm like, not terrible. You can't find that box today. Right. So. You, got, you, you guys are gonna make uh, me feel bad. What, what about you, Matt? What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm looking over here, staring at the collection right now, and <laughs> I want to say I think the most I've ever paid is about sixty five. Um, I well, have. Say, well done. That's not even. Yeah. That's. So, good, good on you, man. <laughs> so I got a lot of uh, collection. I get a lot of my collection through yard sailing and uh, okay. um, flea markets and stuff like that. So I the I bought a Sega Saturn and it had like a slew of games to it. And one of the one of the heavy hitters I have right now is Sega Ages Volume One and Iron okay. Storm. Yeah. But I just went through this. One of the first episodes we recorded is. I never looked inside of the Iron Storm game until just recently, and it was a totally different game that was in the box. Yeah. So oh. then I felt like mentally I was like, no, man, I have to complete this game. It's here. It's there. I just got to get through it. And I went on eBay, and that's where I ended up having to bid just to get that game. But, I mean, it's 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 completed now. Perfect. But, perfect. But but that was the most. I think I think overall that I want to say that's the most I've ever paid for a game um, out of my own pocket. Out of trades, though, I could probably say I, I've traded a good bit to get other bigger items, though. Yeah, you guys are making me feel bad here. Uh, <laughs> my, my was relatively recently. I love uh, it. I, uh, I dropped uh, uh, for a a pretty good cart only copy uh of panic restaurant oh okay oh uh, 900 bucks yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and that was a deal yeah <laughs> that was a little bit of a deal yeah he could uh i i have a collecting buddy who who he comes across some really good stuff and he always asks me first if i want like the things God, that he doesn't want but that's yeah 900 that, I, you would have and, to. and then you have to what's that you have to pay you have he, to pay yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I, I I think I've only ever seen that game once in the wild, and it was like thrashed. You know, it was probably yeah. like I think they were selling it for like seven hundred dollars, but like you could barely you you had to trust that the label was Panic Restaurant, like it was that kind oh, of beat boy. up. And, and, and this one looks pretty good. Uh, and then uh, I, I have a couple of things that I have bought cheap that ended up being pricey. Um, okay, I, I have uh, depending on what how you want to call complete. I, I have a complete Wii U collection. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I got into it like right when they were kind of announcing the Wii U was being canceled. I started mm -hmm. buying stuff up and got ahead of it while nobody wanted it. And uh, <laughs> the, the two big highlights I've gotten from that were uh, I bought uh, Devil's Third New oh. <laughs> uh, from eBay. I think I think I paid like forty five or fifty. That one's worth probably about six hundred now. Yep. I have that too because it, we, it was the one copy we got in on our GameStop, and I nice. sat there and I sat there and I was like, I bet this game's gonna be worth something. Yeah. And yep. I just and I uh, our, the other guy who worked with us wanted to buy it, and I said, I think I'm gonna buy it, and it just sits sealed <laughs> on my shelf, so I know exactly where it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, what I did with mine recently because the Wii U shop's about to close down. Yeah. Um, I actually I just bought a thirty dollar digital copy of that game because I want to try it one day. Right. Yeah. Run out. Buying a thirty dollar digital copy saves me more money than if I would open my sealed copy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that oh, game yeah. will never be opened. So yeah. It's uh, and then the other one, this one has absolutely shocked me. I don't know why this game has got so pricey. I think I bought this for like eight bucks on Amazon when I was just I bought like probably ten cheap games at a time. 
the Book of Unwritten Tales 2. Yeah. For huh. Wii U. Yeah. It's worth like $500 now. That's sealed. Because there's like no copies of it. For no reason. I, I just bought, uh, to be able to play it, I just bought a uh, Xbox One copy sealed for like 12 bucks off eBay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Wii U one. And, and that one shocked me because I was like, uh, I, I use uh, the app that I use to track my collection and suddenly had like this big jump in price. And I was like, what the hell is, I was like, why is this game so all right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, win. that's usually how it works. I mean, and the other thing I'll throw out there, too, is like uh, since, you know, talking about cheap games are worth a lot. When I worked at GameStop with Dan, he went on when we first started getting back into retro when we were there. When we were there, this had been like 2016. He went on and saw the game uh, Kodelka for PS1. Okay. He's like, yeah, you like horror games. You should probably get this. I paid $20 for what I would consider like a mint copy. It like, looks like someone took the shrink wrap off it and never touched <laughs> yeah, it. Again. Never touched right. it. Yeah. The game is $300 now. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> since, and since you like these stories, Ryan, I'll tell, I've will i sold it before, but I'll tell you really quick. I got a copy of Panzer Dragoon Saga for $10. Ah, uh, I hate you. Because this guy came to bring it in by Game Crazy to trade it in. And for whatever reason, we took one, two, and the other one, but we didn't take Saga. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. And I was like, I can't let this walk out the door. Because at the time, it was it was only $250. Right. So I told the guy, I'm like, we don't take this, but I'm interested. In what, like, what would you want? And he goes, well, I know it's kind of rare. And I'm like, shit. And he goes, so like 10 bucks. And I slapped the 10 on the counter. <laughs> and I sent him on his way. And now it just sits yeah. on a shelf. That's great. Yeah, Complete. I, I, I've gotten a lot of deals that way too. And yeah. and, and I always, and I don't think you hoodwink this guy because he clearly just wanted to get rid of it. He, didn't he care. was done. He was, he was trading everything he owned, I think. At the he time. didn't care. Uh, I, I will always, because I've had some people too, because they know I collect. That have just offered me like, hey, I have this big box of stuff or like, oh, my buddy has these games. You want to pick some stuff? I will always just so I can sleep at night. If I see (laughs) something that's really pricey in there, I'll be like, hey, listen, this is worth this amount of money. You sure you want to get most people I found if you're kind of upfront with them and honest about it, they they, they just want their cherished stuff to be taken care of. They just don't want you to flip it or, you know, Kyle and I have done the exact same thing when when we've come across like. Remember, we got something from like a woman who worked with a friend of us. Yeah. And one of the things in there was Final Fantasy II Super Nintendo Complete. And we're like, this lady doesn't know what this stuff is. We could just say 50 bucks for the bucket and walk away. But I was like, I'd feel like crap if I did that. We ended up giving her like 200. But she got two. Well, she, I mean, everything in there was probably worth at least. I got a, I got a box Sega Genesis out of that. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for essentially <laughs> at that point, everything was like $10 a piece. Yeah. But it was I like, mean, as, as a collector, I, I'm not I don't want to pay value for everything because yeah, like, sure. i'll just I'll just go to ebay if i want that you know yeah, but like exactly but like, I, i'm gonna feel bad and, and i've just had so many people there's like i know you'll give it a good hope because they know that i'm trying to right. like collect these to play <laughs> them and have them they know i'm not trying to like resell them yeah. to make money you know so like i i i think I, I think that's cool that's how i've gotten a lot of my stuff no that's that's cool for sure so well we're gonna jump into our normal show Uh, 45 minutes in 45 minutes in but different different (laughs) show for us this week uh we're gonna go around the room we'll talk about the games that we've been playing uh as i said before you 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 apparently like bad achievement games so i have one i've been playing i actually don't think the game's that bad but it's not what i would consider a good game uh it is called werewolf the apocalypse earthblood 
Uh, it is on. It it's on every easy achievement game. Yeah, yeah that, that sounds like some <laughs> fan fiction <laughs> kind of. It, apparently, it's based on some sort of like D and D type uh, tabletop game or something. But I haven't looked that far into it. This is what I would tell you is like the most PS2 360 linear like combat story game. Like if you you could mix out any of those, like you think of things like. Um, what are some of those 360? You remember Dan? Like, uh, what was the one with the verticality? You know Dead. what I'm talking about? No, uh, Dark Watch. No, no, Dark Watch is the cowboy. You know, you know what one I'm talking about? Right? Exactly running up the walls. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's it reminds me of that area era of games where it's like it's extremely linear. It's probably about a 10 hour game. So I'm I'm already almost done with it. But and I'll say this is the uh, this is my other favorite part of the game. Every time, without fail. Every time you turn into the werewolf, it plays some shitty new metal song. Hell and it's yeah. incredible every time. <laughs> and it only happens when you're as a werewolf. The minute you turn back into like human form, it's off. So what are you what are you playing this for? I'm playing on Series X. Series X, okay. Because uh, yeah, it was one of these like I saw it when it came out and I was like, man, that looks really fucking stupid, but I want to play it at like 20 bucks. It was on Amazon for 20 bucks. And I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to get it. I'm going to try it. So it's a, it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's easily probably, like I said, like a 10, maybe 12 hour game, very easy to get all the achievements. in. so, Perfect. but it's on everything. It's on PS4, PS5, uh, series X. It's one of the smart, uh, delivery games. So, okay. Um, that, um, I, <laughs> I'm not going to spend, you know, more than like two seconds on this. I did. And, and I don't know if you're a halo fan, uh, Ryan, I don't know. I have a, I'm a very long time Halo fan since the beginning. I do not uh, like. Halo I, I played so much of the first one. Um, okay. Um, my my uh, apartment in college, me and my roommate, we were the Halo house, so people would like okay. yeah. literally literally bring TVs. Like we would we would have yep. 16 players going. <laughs> like, no, parties. My- we I did so much on that. I kind that of fell my off. My friend's basement. Uh, uh, Halo Two is when I basically quit playing yeah. it. Because okay. once they introduced dual, dual wielding, I mm-hmm. couldn't do it. You were out. Understood. So I was just Understood. getting wrecked all the time. So it wasn't fun. Yeah. Um, I play a lot of like the Master Chief collection. It's good. Com- okay. Again, good comfort food. It's a good just, I don't know yeah. what to play. So I'll play Absolutely. a couple levels of this or a couple of that, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I like it. I'm not a huge fan of Halo Infinite. It's well documented on our podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to go a lot, uh, you know, off on it here. But I did check in with season two of it. It's bad. Like they have tried, they they have put out essentially if you're, you know, modern games are heavily monetized, obviously Halo's going that route, but they're doing it differently where instead of like three months a season, like Apex or Fortnite or one of those, this game has six month seasons. There's only two new maps in this thing and three new modes, which should have already been in the game. So it's just, it's not very fun. <laughs> so I played like two or three matches and and ended up deleting it again. And maybe yeah. I'll check in with it. I, I think from what I've, I've not played any of, of infinite yet. Uh, it, it seems like I like the campaign, fun, but bare bones. Yeah. And that's, like, that's what, what I would say. Like, like, like it, it just, you're not going to keep playing it for months. Like you would apex or something like that, but like it's fun, but in an evening you kind of, okay, I saw it. You've, you've that's, seen it. Yeah. That's what it is. Got I'll, it. And I'll say like, I like the campaign. We've talked about that on the show. It's, it's a, it's a very decent campaign, but the multiplayer part of it, I just, very disappointed in so uh and then the other the other big one this week for me which you know kind of was a surprise but i guess not really i'm a huge evil dead fan 
So I ended up going out and picking that up. Yeah, you were like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to get it. Like, Come on. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to get Evil Dead game. And then I started watching. Who are you talking to? I started watching people on Twitch play it and whatnot. And I was like, eh, it looks pretty good. My my thought process on this game is kind of the same. Like, I love that Friday the 13th game, but De- Dead by Daylight just kind of steamrolled over that game. Evil Dead's probably going to go the same route. But I will say Evil Dead is a much better Friday the 13th. But like it at least has a single played. player component to it, right? It has a you can actually play that component co-op, but it's very bare bones. It is six missions uh, that are like story beats from the movies and the TV show. Oh, so like okay. the first one, the first mission I played was like, hey, go get uh, what's her name? Severed head from the grave and, you know, Evil Dead 2. And then you have to take care of that while you have a bunch of deadites following you. Um so and they're all it's all recycled on the same map for those missions. So I wouldn't get too excited if you thought there was a single player component. It's not the four I'm, I'm not a big multiplayer guy, so yeah. like that. The game looks really, super interesting. And that's yeah, the thing I'll know. say, like, as I've gotten older, I become less and less interested with online multiplayer. This game's online multiplayer is pretty cool. It's a four V one kind of like uh Friday the thirteenth was. Uh, I play a lot as the demon, so you can choose like various demons from those different movies, and then you go and you have to terrorize the people. The issue I have with this game is like, you know, you look at Evil or you look at Friday the 13th, you can pick from a variety of different campers. In this game, it's like three other characters and then, and then like five versions of Ash. Yeah, like- you have like Ash from every fucking movie he's been in. <laughs> and then you have like you know oh the girl from the tv show and then like the random night dude from army of darkness bruce campbell from burn notice i mean it's yeah he's got a hawaiian so, shirt on but i i've actually really enjoyed it so uh i i'm pleasantly surprised i also say like it looks great visually like it's a very good next gen looking game so uh and tw- then the very- that's a 20 dollar pickup that's what I pay. I, I traded something in and yeah. then I got it for 20 bucks. So that was, I was good with that, but I will, I will put a, a, a quick story on that real quick. So I, I went in, I traded, I think a couple weeks ago, you told me about NHL was like seven bucks on Amazon. Yeah. It trades in for 15 right now. It, it sure. up. <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to use that towards evil dead. So I went in, I traded that stuff in. This was Saturday. The game came out the, the day before, right? So the girl goes in the back. She gets the copy. She goes rent it out. She looks at me. She goes, I can't sell this to you. I'm like, why? Well, why not? It won't let me sell it to you. I'm like, what does it say? It says, and so she shows me on like the screen. It says, do not sell. <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she's like, that's weird because I've sold copies of yesterday. That means and I was you're on like, a government okay. watch list. Yeah. Well, I'm like, okay. I'm like, try a PS5 copy. I'm just curious like what it does. So she goes and tries PS5 copy. Same thing. So she's like, well, let me call somebody. So I'm in oh, this Lord. store for like a half hour. She's she's called like three different people. Can, literally can't fucking sell me the game. And I'm not mad at her. Like, it's not her fault. Right. She, of course, she does the thing that and you and I are very well aware of how this works. She's like, I'm going to restart the registers. And I think to myself, please oh, don't fucking do that. That'll, be, that'll be 15 it's a, minutes. It's Saturday morning. It's a death sentence. Sure enough, the minute she does it, five people come to the store. <laughs> yeah. I want to do this. How long is it going to be? You know, and all that kind of shit. So I finally just got to the point. I'm like, I'll just get it digitally. I don't care. <laughs> it's like, just give me currency. And I'm on my way. So I got it digitally. It's super weird. I don't know why that happened, but is what it is. You know who you are. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, I- <laughs> uh, and then the very briefly, very last thing I played, and then we'll move over to Dan. Uh, I think I talked about this game once on, on the podcast, but I'm playing a lot more of it now. That that stupid Vampire Survivors game on PC. You guys know what this is? Is that the Battle Royale one? No, 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 no. Okay. This That's is literally okay. like... 
This is literally an NES like style roguelike game. You just pick one of four Castlevania type characters and just walk around a map and it auto attacks enemies that just come at you in waves. It sounds like the stupidest thing. It is incredibly popular on Steam. It's three dollars. It's a three dollar oh, okay. game, so yeah, uh, I've, I've been playing heard, a lot of that. You're the third or fourth person I've heard this week mention that game. Wow! It's it, it, one of, one of the reasons why I play is like when I uh, do and, and edit YouTube stuff. It's a very very low demanding game. I can play while it's you know running encoders and that kind of stuff in the background. So I can put on and play like that while I let it do its thing. And there, it's, there, it's there is something with those type of games <laughs> that just that just catches you sometimes like exactly like, yeah. I, like, like i had about a uh, a six month period where i just couldn't stop playing auto clickers yeah <laughs> like i play like, idle games a lot man yeah idle games. <laughs> you gotta you know you check in like once a day yeah mm-hmm. you buy whatever you can then you're just like okay you just it's gonna do its thing while i'm gone now <laughs> come back oh this happened i gotta do this now there, there's something <laughs> just weirdly like, like for me especially when i got busy i played a, lot, a few of those during um agt time Okay. Because I I didn't have the time. I was so stressed out with like touring and then like trying to make sure I kept going on in the show. But I was like, I still want a game. I can't sit down and play Breath of the Wild. I don't have 200 hours. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I I, I can play little clicker heroes, though. (laughs) I can get that going. All right. Well, Dan, why don't we switch it over to you? What have you been playing this week? Okay. So um, I've been continuing on the Wonderland journey. Um, made made a lot more significant progress. Like, I'm finally at the part in that game where, like, older Borderlands characters are starting to appear as, like, other okay. versions of themselves. So, like, kind of kind of the stuff I was expecting to happen. And Did, uh, did you play that bad DLC you were talking no, about? No, no, no. Okay. We're saving that until the end because I, okay. I really feel like it's supposed to be the end of the game. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, plus, plus, there's just so much other stuff to do. It's like, why not just save DLC till the end of the game? Yeah. But um, we finally met, finally met our buddy Mr. Torg, who is like one of the, <laughs> okay. the franchises like saving graces. Um, he is like a bard in this game, which is which is ridiculous. And at one point, he gives you a mission. So there's like this main town you go to called Brighthoof, which is like there's an ocean out in there, everything, and. Um, I'm going to spoil a month old or two month old like story beat, no, but like you basically nuke the ocean. It's like you fire this giant nuke up into the sky <laughs> and it comes down and it blows up the ocean. The ocean's just gone. And that's cool because it opens like a new area in the place. And then okay. like, it's like a new area out in the overworld. Um, you know, like as, as I play more, like it gets better as you go. Cause like I have more skills and stuff now and things drop yeah. faster. And, um, but it's still the same level of like, not quite finding enough guns and like I'm stuck mm. with the stuff I've been using for 10 levels. So it's like, I really wish those games could figure out that balance better or figure out yeah. a way to give you better stuff quicker because it really kind of drags the game. Cause I can't tell you how many times like we're playing through like another side quest and one of us is like, man, I haven't found a gun in like an hour and a half. It's like for a game, <laughs> for a game that drops a million guns, like how come I can't find a, a better one? Um, yeah. I mean, Luckily, there's been hot fixes and stuff because we just finished a mission yesterday where that was supposed to be like one of the glitched ones where okay. only the host would get the the trophy if you. But nobody it. else does. <laughs> yeah, but nobody else does, and I was like, man, we got to be we got to be aware of this. But it's like once you get to this certain point, we can't do it. And one of us accidentally triggered it, and I was like, oh shit! And then luckily, we all got it. Like, thank God that was hot fixed. Because <laughs> otherwise, I have to play another 15 hours of this game from the start to get that. Trophy. Oh god. <laughs> um. Do you get yeah. any more like random shut off my PS5 because it's just no, no. Th- to be fair, the game the game has been a lot more stay alive and had any problems. Um, That's other good. than um, 
a weird like joint group issue, but I think that's more system side than game side. Um, but yeah, I mean that game. That game is what it is. I still enjoy it. It's still probably the best Borderlands game I've played since two, which okay. is well, and I've played all of them. So yeah, um, I see yeah. MK11 on here. I went I'm back to Mortal Kombat 11 that. just because I'm back in like fighter mode. Like, cause I, I've, I've for so as is much, this, is I, this I, the PS5 version of it? This the, no, I'm, so here's the deal. Oh, I'm, I know the deal. I'm with into, it, tro- I'm into trophies. Like as much as yeah. Ryan likes achievements, like I've gotten back into trophies and I'm just trying to get platinums where I can and cleaning stuff up. So like I, I went back and I finished Soul Calibur six earlier this year and then I did Dinner Alive six and then I, now you're doing Mortal Kombat. I have 11. a couple left in DOA five. I got to go back to, but I'm waiting for a buddy to get that so we can cheese some of the multiplayer stuff yeah and then mortal kombat 11 on ps4 i was like five or six trophies away i was like oh i can clean that up easy except uh you know one of them is the obligatory do all these bullshit strategy tutorials and here's a 15 and here's a 15 button combo string good luck that you'll because never use. Well, because, yeah, that no one <laughs> that no one in history has ever used. <laughs> but you need to know how to do it. And yeah. it's one of those things where like the timing is just tight and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. The one saving grace this game has is it has like a push to see demo. It actually has the controller in the bottom of the screen and it shows the buttons pressed in time. So you can kind of be like, okay, it's like one, two, three, four, five. And you can kind of like say that over and over in your head and kind of figure out what you need to do i still can't figure this one out it's driving me <laughs> fucking crazy and the only reason i'm trying to finish the ps4 is because it auto pops the ps5 oh it does now? yeah okay because oh, that wasn't there at launch they most of it that. there's there's okay. a couple that don't or like you have to go in and do one you go thing. back and do that yeah that, that that's spoken like a real hunter right there yeah, exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> why can't i move my save what, yeah. what's gonna auto pop it's, it's the same re- it's the same reason i haven't played uh seven remake on ps5 yet is because i don't have the platinum on the four version and i don't want to have to do it twice yeah uh not that i don't want that game but this this is dating me a little bit on that but it's uh that's the only reason i bought the 360 version of destiny of the first destiny Uh, yeah because if you if you finish it on uh, xbox one (laughs) and you fire up and log in on uh 360 everything just just pops instantly yeah um yeah so exactly so it's an easy it's an easy double platinum as, as we in the biz like to say um <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like i'm gonna do it anyway so i might as well just finish the ps4 version do you have that aftermath dlc no and i, I never yet, played so that. i'm not okay. but there's no trophies or anything tied to that but i want to finish oh, the game more. and then aftermath like it goes on sale all the time i'll buy it when it's it's on sale right now is so. it back on sale oh, god damn Okay. Um, all right. So that so I've been doing that just because I'm in kind of a fighter mode. And the last thing I got, and I talked about, I think I talked about it a little bit last week, but I finally got my Playdate, which is that oh, nice. weird little, you know, crank little handheld. I'll hold it up so you can see it. Um, I think I might have showed it to you guys a little while ago too. But like the first thing about this thing, it's incredibly small. Like I yeah. have big hands. This thing is half the size of one of them. So it's a little – that's the one complaint I have about it. Like I feel like they could have made it a little bit bigger. Isn't it technically smaller than like a folded uh, Game Boy SP? Uh, it's if, – if anything, if at most it's the same size. The same size, okay. At most. But the screen, you know, the screen is tiny. It's half of that. <laughs> um, what I will say about the screen is like it is like black and white. and um, But it is incredibly high quality. So it's weird because it's kind of in this world where like – it seems really basic, but it is incredibly crisp. And like, mm-hmm. and the way the system works is like, you get games every so often. So you you register it and kind of like activate it, and every so often it'll be like, oh, there's a new game available, and you download it to your thing. 
So, so far yeah. I've got six of them. Um, the Isn't call, that what they're calling like season one of it's that? It's season one. And originally it was only yeah. supposed to be 12 games, but because of the delays, everything that happened, they, they upped it to 24, which is great. Okay. Um, oh, nice. They're hit or miss. They're really hit or miss. Like um, there's a couple cool ones so far. I have six so far. There's okay. one where it's like you walk around a town taking pictures of birds. And like you pretend like the thing is your camera and you crank to zoom and stuff. So, oh, it's actually, it's cool. actually pretty fun. It's neat. There's another one where it's like a surfing game and you kind of like you're going up on a wave and you use the crank to kind of like control your board. You go back and forth. That one's hard right. to get used to like the mechanic, but it's once you get it, it's good. Um, there's another one that's called Boogie Loops, which is like a music making thing. I'm not really, I don't really care. Um, there's another one. It's like a time travel adventure. Um, I've only played a little bit of that. I don't quite understand what I'm doing. But like you kind of you turn the crank to like make this guy go back and forth. Okay. You kind of have to use it to dodge obstacles and stuff. Um, the one I really like. So there's another one called Lost Your Marbles, which I played for like 20 minutes. And that's just like cranking to tilt stuff around. So like a marble will roll through things. All right. But the one I really like so Makes far. Sense for that type there's of one that's really good so far. It's called Pick Pack Pub. It okay. is about this dog that wants to get a job. So he goes and gets right. a job at like like a like a shipping place. Well, okay. I, 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 that, that's surprising because I did. Yeah. I have heard that nobody wants to work anymore. Yeah, that's true. So, so maybe if we get some dogs <laughs> dog, that get out this, there. If you need a ship, this dog will do it. Um, it's a really cool like match three game where like basically like the the grid will fill up with like baseballs and footballs and soccer balls and all that kind of stuff, and you kind of drag them around so that at least three of them touch. And when they touch, they turn into a box of whatever shape the box is, and then you have to keep matching them to make as many boxes as you can. But you can't move it. You can't move the boxes and you can't move anything past the box. You kind of have to think ahead to like try to build boxes on the outside of the thing and put them in the middle and then like submit the boxes kind of a thing. Um, okay. It's it play like I like it because it has a story mode where you're kind of like it's teaching you like how to play the game. Yeah. And it's pretty quick and it gives you certain objectives like make five boxes at once, which isn't easy because the grid is small. But mm, um, yeah. it's easily the most fun one because like a game of it takes under a minute. Oh, okay. you can you just kind of keep playing. But then I have like infinity mode where you can just play forever. There's time attack. Like so far, like of the six games, That's I've played one. that one a lot. Like it's really okay. Good. So like gotcha. so far, we're like two out of six are good. One is OK. And then the other ones I don't care. So like I don't not know. bad. Yeah, it's OK. It's a, novel, but, it's a novelty thing. Um, it is very old Game Boy Advance like, though, where you have to sit in the right light or you can't fucking see it. Yeah, you cannot. <laughs> I'll go blind. That's the one complaint I've heard it about is it. Terrible. Too, but um, it's cool, and it like um, gives you little updates. And then eventually, what I want, really want to do with it is um, they put out that thing where like you can code your own stuff, and like there's oh, like a, it's like cool. but it's a web browser tool, so like you don't have to download anything fancy. You can make your own stuff and all that kind of thing. I'd like to all mess right. around and see what that's like. But that's interesting. It's cool. Uh, as the games come out, maybe I'll give thirty second reviews on each of them in the in the future. But Pick Pack Pup, only one hundred eighty <laughs> bucks to play Pick Pack Pup right here. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, what have you been up to? Um, so I've still been killing myself in Rogue Legacy. Okay. Uh, aside from that, I actually just downloaded and started Tunic. Um, okay. I've played very little of it, but it, it yeah. seems really cool. So what I've really enjoyed about it is it just literally threw me in the game. There was no like tutorial. Okay. There's no waiting. There's I don't have to talk to 80 different people. I just yeah. I, they literally were like, drop here you go good luck and i was like at first i was kind of upset i was like what the fuck and uh as i've been into it now i'm like thank god 
they did it because like now it's just literally you running around. You're like a fox. I don't really mm-hmm. know the whole story yet. They don't really um, tell it, you what the story is. I think is. the point it's of that game yeah. is to figure it out. To figure like, out what the story is. Which is cool. Yeah. Exactly. Because well, I think yeah, a lot is, of the story um, divvied out to you by finding the manual pieces, basically. Like, exactly. That's kind of the, yeah. That's the cool. deal. So that's really where you're at. You, like I said, there's really no direction, which is kind of cool because it kind of reminds me of retro. Cool. You know, like back in the day, we didn't have like guides or nothing like that. Nobody held our hand through the games. We just kind of were like, plug it in and just kind of go at it. And that's kind of how this felt. Exactly. So <laughs> I've uh, I played a lot of that actually this week, um, a good bit. And then uh, I've jumped back into Little Nightmares 2, which if you've never played any of the Little Nightmares series. Those are good <sighs> games. The art designs are fantastic. Like the monsters they've created are just like out of this world. Like mm. some of the best game design I've seen in a while. And it's very captivating. So I, I would definitely recommend if you catch it, definitely definitely get into it yeah little nightmares one i have little nightmares two i have not played it yet oh man little nightmares one was so much fun of one Uh, yeah you and i both have the collector's edition of one because i found it the other day it's behind me in the you know pile of boxes over there well one day will be not a pile so how about you ryan what have you been Uh, up to lately so what i've been playing uh i've been going very old school i just started the twitch stream this week okay uh, as we talk so uh, I've beaten two games on stream so far. So this week I uh, <laughs> went through every level of Super Mario Brothers, okay. <laughs> the original. Okay. It, it had been a long <laughs> time since I actually didn't just warp my way through. Yeah. Sure. Uh, turns out uh, a lot of those levels are hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you haven't played it. Because I've spent about the last 30 years doing level 1-1, one, 1-2, one, one, Four one, yep. four two, yeah. eight one, eight two, eight three, eight four. That's what yeah. I've done for about 30 years. And I was like, oh, there's a maze at the end of 7-4. I don't know how this works. (laughs) So it was, uh, and 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 that's another one of those games, too, that I I will, kind of like what we talked about with the N64 stuff. It's obviously super influential and a classic game. They've done Mario so much better since that one. That, like, the control (laughs) feels so weird. Like, he's very slippy. You can't move in the air. Like, once you jump, you're kind of more committed than you are in more modern games. Mm -hmm. It took a lot to get used to. I was uh, embarrassing myself greatly <laughs> <laughs> throughout the entire experience. Um, uh, I also play the original Legend of Zelda this week. Okay, that's cool. Uh, that's I got all the way through that. Uh, that game is still dope. That is one that definitely holds up. Yeah, uh, that, that, that's a game that even if you've never played it before, I think in 2022 you can still find a lot of enjoyment in. Yeah, especially because it, it's one another oh, yeah. one of those games where it, it does not tell you what to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's a sword. You can go play the game now. Yeah, go figure it out. And, <laughs> yeah. and and you know that was a whole summer growing up. I can right. get, I can get through it now in you know three four hours just because right. of muscle memory. But I still think it's worth it. Uh, and then for a more modern um mo- modern thing, uh, I'm still playing a lot of Forza Horizon Five. Okay, uh, it's a, a good chill game. I, I I love that game. Uh, I qualify. It's it's one of those uh, games, and you don't have to play it this way. But I I kind of categorize it as a get other shit done game yeah <laughs> so like oh, yeah if i if i want to play a game but i don't want to like focus because i need to you know there's some like youtube channels i haven't watched in a while or i got to send yeah. some emails i got to get caught up on or i want to listen to a couple podcasts i haven't yeah, heard in a while exactly. it's a great game because you don't necessarily 
you're not missing important dialogue. You're not no. really missing important <laughs> anything. You could just race around. And you don't even have to do actual anything. You could just dick around. Like, I'm going to try to superpower a car and see if I can throw it into the abyss. Like, you could just mess around <laughs> with it, which I love. It's yeah. – it's. I, I, I was never a huge racing game fan. The Forza games got me, both Motorsport yeah. and Horizon. They just they, – they latched into me. And they've made me actually try to play other racing games, which has been – you know your uh, your taste can change in video games if you catch for the sure. right one. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. And Horizon, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Horizon was like that for me too. Like that is just I used to play racing games all the time up until like Gran Turismo three ish, and then really kind of dropped off and skipped Need for Speeds, and then when Horizon, Horizon came out, Horizon like, three was felt, the one that did it for me. It felt different. Like it just felt yeah. like yep. play the game your way, do whatever you want. Like really enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, I, I love games like like that. That like you could still find a lot of enjoyment, even if you don't match the skill level of the top players. Yeah, you know that, that that's that's why I don't like playing a lot of games like Apex. Uh, yeah, you know I, mean, I I can objectively look at it and be like that's a great game. I'm never going to be at the level <laughs> where I can compete with the people who that is their entire gaming life. Right. Yeah. So like I'm not gonna have fun doing that. With a game like Horizon, you you can put everything on the easiest difficulty, have all the assists, and you can just dick around and and, and, fly, and have and a great a time. <laughs> yeah. Or if you want to do hardcore, then you can also bump right. everything up. Like I, those options, that accessibility thing we talked about, like giving oh, yeah. the option to let people play the way they want to, I think is great. I mean, I'll say about Apex, I installed it like I reinstalled it like maybe two weeks ago. I played one or whenever this new season started, I was like, oh, maybe I'll get back into Apex. I tried one match. I got sniped three times and I just deleted that. I was like, oh, yeah. just, <laughs> the people here have just that sounds like you played doing. Apex. I was like, these people know these maps. They know what they're doing. There's no point. Right. So uh, we can transition. Well, I, I know you love Apex. <laughs> I do. I've been a big fan. I've been playing it since season two, but I told myself, like I told you guys last episode, I'm taking a sabbatical and I am actually trying to play through games because <laughs> <laughs> shit needs to be happen. I, I keep buying more than I'm playing and I just can't keep doing yeah. it. Oh, I'm, I'm guilty of that. You yeah, guys can't I've... see, but if you, if, if you, if you <laughs> pan the demo right over here, yeah. this is about one third of my gaming collection. Right, yeah. This whole wall. It's a few hundred there. I have yeah. a whole other room across the hallway. Nice. That's the retro room. Mine's over there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. All right. Well, we'll transition into news. Uh, we can, you know, kind of, I guess, take turns on some of this stuff. But and I'm going to go out of order because I always do. Because um, the first one I want to talk, <laughs> the first one I talk, I want to talk about is uh, the Gotham Knights getting its well, release I mean- date, maybe. Uh, but the bigger news out of this was they canceled the last gen version, which is promising because we're to the point now where i think like we need to start locking games in for these current systems uh but the problem i have with this game and i know you can attest to it dan like it looks like the avengers game it does like exactly loop base and i just around like i don't know man like i as as a gigantic batman fan i'm concerned about this game (laughs) hey as a gigantic avengers fan i was concerned and my oh, concerns boy. were validated when I played that game. <laughs> but hey, you got the platinum. Hey, I got two platinums in that game. Yeah, you Be did clear. the double platinum on that. Double platinum. <laughs> I played that, I think, once or twice with you. And yes. after the black screen incident, I said, I'm good here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Gotham Knights, yeah, it's weird because, I mean, it already had the fact that it's Batman Arkham Origins working against it. It and, is. That, uh, that's one of the biggest problems because Arkham Origins, you know, famously made by 
Ubisoft, not Ubisoft, um, WB Montreal. I don't think Origins was very good in it comparison was, to the other games. It's okay, it's but it had issues. Yeah. I, it fell off. And I think, like, I'm glad they're doing something different with this. And I think the idea of making a co op Gotham, you know, game with all these characters, I think it's really cool. I think the problem I have with this game is, like, obviously, and it's a spoiler for Arkham Knight, like, Batman is dead in that universe, but this game doesn't take place after it. It's in its own separate universe. Well, the other weird part the, is, like, they're, they actively talk about like yeah, it is these four characters. It's a two player mm-hmm. game. Have a good one. Like yeah. don't make it four characters. And, they, and people ask like, well, is it going to be four players? And they said no, it's only two players. They so just make it Nightwing and Robin and be done. Like you don't have to but, do that. And this is my conspiracy theory hat on. You know why this game's not linked to the Arkham games? Because who can the true villain be in this game? Joker. Exactly. It's always the Joker. It's going to be the jo- it's going to be the black it's going to be the black mask. What you don't know is uh, Robin's going to take his mask off at one point. He's the Joker. <laughs> he's Joker. <laughs> Cuz he's just always there, man. Like ah. it's just Plus it's also now a $70 game, which the $70 game thing's starting to get on it my nerves. It is it is what it is, man. It like, is what it's going to happen so. and it's but happening. It just I don't know. As a massive Batman fan, like I'm I'm going to play it. I'm obligated. But I'm disappointed that it looks like the Avengers. <laughs> so no. I was really hoping it wasn't going to follow that. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's that. I'll let you talk about, you probably know more about this than I do. What is the EA FIFA thing? So just the EA FIFA thing is funny now. And now there's another wrinkle to this that came out kind of today, but like, so basically EA and FIFA are not partners anymore. So after I think the next one, FIFA is no more. Like FIFA soccer, because no FIFA wanted like a big. It's FIFA wanted like a billion money, right? or something. They wanted yeah. something outrageous, and EA finally was like, "Well, we have to go through the proper process of like licensing all of these teams separate anyway. That like, why are we paying you a billion just to use the word FIFA on everything?" So I basically told them, "No, never mind." So they're just going to turn it into EA Soccer Club. That's fine. Which or okay. football club. Sorry, football sorry, football club. Which, which honestly, just um, <laughs> I, I know the people who love FIFA love FIFA, right. but yeah. like I, I feel from just a, a casual gamer standpoint, like just the gaming universe in general, a rebrand of that game could probably only do it some good. right. And I don't, and <laughs> I don't know? think yeah. that the people who love FIFA love it because it is a FIFA game. Sure, they like love it because it's a football game. game. Yeah. yeah, like as long as your teams and stuff are there, yeah, who gives a shit what it's called. Like it's the same thing that's going to happen with Madden eventually because at some point EA is going to decide we don't want to pay the estate of John Madden money to put his name on something when well, we could just call it NFL football or whatever. Oh, yeah. So it's not a big deal. The weirder parts about the story were like FIFA came out and basically was like, well, yeah, screw you anyway. We're going to keep making soccer games with somebody else. And it's like that's probably not a great idea because the only other soccer game out right now. Uh, oh, is a train wreck. Yeah, that thing is. And it still isn't right. And like six months later, even though it's like officially released now, like who even knows what the hell is happening there? But like, so that's the people that used to make pro evolution, right? Part of them. It's not even. Yeah, it's but that is basically what that game became. But then the funnier part with this whole EA thing comes out today where like now it turns out they've been trying to merge with people for months. They've been trying to merge with like NBC, NBC and they went to Disney. It's like, hey, you want to like team up? So like they they apparently don't even want to do this anymore. And if EA can't figure this out, it's like there goes a lot of sports stuff. Yeah, like no, in one swoop. I like I don't think it'll ever just, truly go away. But like if they're looking to merge, it means they're probably looking to cut costs. At which point, yeah. stuff like this college football game that's supposed to be coming back, maybe that just never comes back now because that's got to be a lot of money. 
When, when did they yeah. announce that? It's been a two while. Two years now. ago. Two years. Okay. Um, which I'm all for it. And I knew it would take a long time, but I don't know, man. Like I, they haven't said I, anything I, since. I, I don't know. Like, like for me, and this is this is me just learning this now and being kind of an idiot. I'm 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 a human <laughs> yeah. moron. Um, I I would think if if EA is like merging with someone, I think the stuff that's safe is Madden and well, like the, the, the stuff where they just make bank off it. Sure. Doing the same game every single up. year. They sell card packs in the game. Yeah, they do that. Like, like those, those to me seem like they'd be safer, even with licensing stuff and, and the, anything that the, the chance of EA ever doing anything experimental or brand new again, I think right. that shit would be the stuff that gets. Well, cut. I think if EA, I think if EA merges, yes. Cause I, I would assume that would have to be part of the deal. Like all the money makers would have to stay, but if like, if they're active, but like NBC already said no, because they couldn't have come to agreement on a price. And Disney doesn't care because Disney, you remember Disney used to make video games. And then they, at one point they were just like, fuck it, we're done. And they just dumped it all. So like, it's just weird. It's weird that it all comes out now, like after they didn't want to pay money to re up a license. And now it's like, turns out they've been trying to merge and of course, they only want to merge under the the fact that like the CEO of EA gets to stay in place. So he wants to keep his job, but basically merge the company with somebody else. So it's just the whole thing is weird. Like there's going to be a lot more. Weird. I think I feel like it comes out in the next couple of weeks about like what's actually happening. But and then they're they're um, they also like outsourced all their customer service. Like all those people lost their jobs to overseas. I like know. just like they're cost cutting like crazy. And yeah, so so essentially, how long until Microsoft buys them? Then <laughs> well, <laughs> that, that seems to be how all these okay. stuff. There's some company turmoil. Microsoft yeah. will buy them; it'll be fine. And then they won't release a game from that company for a couple of years, <laughs> yeah. which leads into <laughs> the next story, right, Kyle? It does lead into. So we're going to talk about uh, Starfield and Redfall delayed spring 2023, and right now Xbox doesn't have anything for the fall except Scorn. Sure. So it's, I, I mean, play, I, I mean, they do have, uh, and, and I think they should just every company should start doing more like what Nintendo does. They yeah. they do have their E3 in quotation marks, whatever. They're gonna have that on June twelfth. Yeah. So I'm like, about it. That there, there's always the potential. I, like, like for instance, you know, Fallout Four was announced, and then three months later, yeah. it was on shelves. Yeah. You know, so there, there is the yeah. potential. There's something like that, but Redfall doesn't surprise me at all. Because we haven't heard, we, we, we haven't, haven't seen anything about it right. since it was announced last year. Starfield, as of like two or three weeks ago, they were really pushing that 11, 11, 22 date. Like they yeah. were all in on like, it. Like we're going to hit it. And they're like, the, it made sense because the June 12th thing, like it's the Bethesda show. Like it could have been half of that show could have been that. And then all of a sudden it's just like, well, I still think 20 minutes of it is. Well, I, it probably <laughs> yeah. is. got to have Todd Howard like, come out. <laughs> now, now I, I'm a big proponent just as a, a gamer, and maybe it's a little different for me because I own 5,000 games, so I've never had a lack of something to play, Sure, <laughs> you know, but like I would rather a game be delayed and delayed and delayed and it be good when yeah. it comes out than have garbage like cyberpunk, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. or, where it's like or clearly 76, which they have a track record of doing like, yeah, so, yeah. so like, I, I would rather, and like, so, so for me. As long as they're up front, and, and I feel with what they announced, they were as upfront as they could be with what's going on, sure, yeah. you know. But like, I, I would rather just like, I, I think what's hurting Microsoft so much is like a lot of the the goodwill they've been, and I think rightfully earned goodwill the last like three or four years with mm-hmm. like making some great, you know, they, they they've changed yeah. their their branding around a lot to Absolutely. be very gamer focused. Game Pass is amazing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, buying all these great oh, studios, yeah. but like. 
I think people are starting to get a little impatient. Where like at, at some, and I think it'll happen at some point. It has to. But like, all right, shit or get off the pot. You have all these stories, like all these uh, great, these great studios. Let's get those right. games out now. Right. They bought they've bought all of this stuff, and they don't really have anything to show for all of these acquisitions. Well, like even help we talked about it. Like Hellblade Two, that was a big thing. It's like we bought the studio. Okay, where is it? Like it's just, they, didn't even they talk showed about Hellblade it. when they announced the Series X at the Game Awards in right. 2019. Yeah, and we've seen one other trailer since. Yeah. And I, my buddy and I keep joking, like, is this when we're going to get a trailer where they're going to announce they're shifting development for that game to Unreal Five? So it's going to be another yeah. two to three years. Like, yeah. I but like, know. yeah, but like, Redfall. Look, you're right. Redfall is I don't think really should surprise anyone because they have not. No, talked I was about not surprised about it at all. I, when they, I honestly, when they said it, I was like, oh, that is a game. Like I'd forgotten about it, <laughs> yeah. but like the Starfield thing, it's just a bummer because like it's surprising, but it, it, like you, and you were saying, Ryan, I think you were going to go into it like a little bit before they need to do what Nintendo does. We're like, Nintendo releases a video and they're like, this is out in three months. This is out in four months. This is out <laughs> yep. in five months. This is out in six months. And, and that's I want the video game business in general to do that yeah, the whole industry. Like, all of those yeah. games come out at that time. Like, I don't need yeah. to know about Elder Scrolls six. Three years ago, no, yeah. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't need a title. Like, like I don't hey, need a title. On it. I know you are. Of course, uh, you're working yeah. on it. Uh, like, I, I, like, I, I'm a little different on that because I, I think at least mentioning that something exists in it's some fine. way is like. By the way, I know that you guys have all wanted this. Like, like I think hearing that there's a Grand Theft Auto Six, right. I think you kind of go, okay, cool. Because in theory, they could just milk Grand Theft Auto Five for another decade if they want. Right. They so, I, so I think that's one more spice. They're like, yeah, we're fucking making it. Some Shut of, up. Yes. We'll play this. It is to tell you to I go think, away. Yeah. I think that's cool. I think that's fine. It's more when it's like, just stop announcing release dates until you are positive yeah. <laughs> that you are hitting that release well, And then come out with like, here's a dev diary yeah. of how our team wakes up and gets coffee every morning before they yeah. make Starfield. It's like, nobody cares. No one cares. <laughs> no. Like, my, my, problem, the game. Yeah. my problem with Microsoft right now, and like, I'm a huge Xbox person too, but my problem right now is like, we have all these games that we've announced and we've seen nothing on. And that's what I'm hoping this show at least is like, there's a vowed, which, you know, really cool concept, but what is that game? There's the Fable reboot that's done by the Forza Horizon people. We haven't talked about that since 2019. Like, it's just, there's Hellblade, which that's a really shit or get off the pot game at this point to me. Like, where is that game? So it's just those specific games I look at. And then, I mean, we don't even have to really get into it, but Perfect Dark is obviously a mess. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about that. I'm just going to get upset. It's just, especially if Sony, and I imagine Sony's going to have an event like Microsoft is, and Nintendo probably will this <laughs> month, because even though E3 is dead, they're still going to do this. It makes sense. Right. If they announce that God of Wars this fall, Microsoft has to have something. <laughs> anything. Like, yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah, the, anything. The, the only thing, and I don't think this competes with something like God of War at all. No. I'm not saying this is on the same level. Uh, I, I do feel pretty, uh, this is a gut feeling. I have nothing to base this on other than gut feeling. I think we could see Forza, uh, Forza Motorsport, the reboot yeah, of that. This, I can see that. This, but again, that, that, that's a game that race fans love. And, and and the Forza games, racing games in general, have generally been, let's show off what this new console can do. Here's right. how pretty things yeah, can Yeah, look at this rack. And, that, you know, that, and they've that, been that, working on that for a while. Yeah, right. yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's not a Sony killer. That's not a, we got it. Like, 
I'm excited about it, but I, right. I'm realistic. I know what it is. Uh, I think they'll have a couple things. And, and Scorn looks cool, but it's nobody knows enough about what it is that it's really going to move the needle a ton. It could end up being a exactly. great game, but exactly. you know, it's it's not God of War. It's not right. you know, it's it's not the Pokemon games that Nintendo's it's releasing. Yes. Check out. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. It's it's, you play when you're waiting. It'll be another for Game Pass game, Starfield. yeah. Where I'll play it, I'll enjoy it. I mean, that's and that's what's the great thing about Game Pass too is like I don't have to like this upcoming week. Sniper Elite Five comes out. My buddy and I are going to run through it. We played all of those games. I don't have to buy that game because I have Game Pass, right? Yeah. So, yeah. which is great. So, yeah. which yeah. is going to lead us. Well, it'll segue into our next thing. So they announced the first batches of PlayStation Plus. Uh, whatever. What are we calling it? Premium. Extra, what is it ex- extra and premium. Okay, extra and oh, premium. PlayStation I, I mean, before, you, before you even get into the games thing, okay, like Sony's marketing of this nonsense Bad. is as awful as Microsoft's naming of consoles is. Yes, yes. I, for, for, for I how no idea for, that. for how much PlayStation <laughs> nails it with just one, two, three, four, five. What the fuck is any of this? I don't know what tier anything means. I don't know what you're getting with anything. Didn't they release like a giant weird graph that had like? Yeah, like, has some of it. Yeah, and, and, and like, and no tier had everything for some reason. So, like, like, like this. I, I'm sure this service will have some good games eventually. I could give two shits about this right now because no, it's so confusing that I can't get my brain around it. Well, and the other thing that I and we've talked about, I think we talked about it last week. My thing is like, okay, cool, you're gonna put classic PS1 games on here. That's great. The list of them is not very stellar, but like. For people like you and I who have big video game collections, I have ways to play those games. And, yeah. you know, very, very good ways to play those games, like in terms like even with emulation or something. So why would I pay for this service to do it there? I don't know. I just think so. the problem is I th- uh, with this list of like the stuff that's going to be on it is like there's nothing about it that like I didn't expect. And like yet it's still disappointing because like if the weird part is like a bunch of these PS4 and 5 games are the ones they gave you for free for being a classic, well, like a plus member when you signed up. There's like 20 yeah. of those you get. Okay, so those are already on the list. Like Persona gave me 5. And, yeah, yeah, and like Final Fantasy 15. And then it's like, oh, uh, you know, Everybody's Golf, which is a game we're shutting the multiplayer off for in a couple months. So enjoy it for free, <laughs> but not with other summer. people. And then it's but and then it's just it's all the stuff I'd expect and it's kind of weird. And then they try to like amp it up and it's like, well, yeah, but Ubisoft games are going to be on it too. It's like they're also going to be on Game Pass. Like it is not a selling point. No, that's not if a the selling other point. person has it. Like your your meat is like the I think the the biggest thing they have that's going to be on there is sadly like Death Stranding and what Returnal. I think are like the two like no. I think games. I think I read two uh, Demon Souls remakes. Well, that's not, yeah, but it's like but that's because cool, they milked it already. They milked that a year. Yeah. It's been out for a year and a half. It's going to be and this none of this, and this stuff is something new. I think these are all games that have been out for at least a year because somebody brought up the point of like why is Ratchet and Clank not on here? Right, because and it I think Ratchet and Clank will be on it soon. Right. So yeah, but, uh, like, like I, I don't know. Like long term, it's hard to say one way or the other, but like. Game Pass is showing itself to be profitable, and they're putting yeah. not not just their own games because like we you can have the argument that okay, Microsoft hasn't released enough great first party stuff right. day one, but like they're releasing third party stuff day one. Like it's not hurt. Like like the service is making money. I mean, Forza Horizon Five was day one. Here, and that, that was huge. Dope, do you, you want know, a, like do you want a good yeah. example of how stupid this list is? Is, M- is MLB 22 available on the PlayStation Plus service? 
<laughs> nope. Is it but on Game Pass? It's definitely on Game Pass. And who makes it? Sony. Does. Sony. Sony does. It's yeah. just like what in the hell? Like you couldn't even <laughs> afford to do that one. I guarantee you, as a baseball fan, it is May twentieth, so we're about two months into the season. Anybody wanted to buy that game, bought it. I already yeah. bought it. I wasn't waiting for it to show up on your mystical service in three months. So go ahead and put it, put it on there and be like, see, there is a first party title. They could, they could even use it as a bullet point, like first party yeah. titles that released in the past three months, but like they didn't even bother. And then like no. you go look at like the PS2 list. That's all stuff that's been available to buy for PS2, like backwards stuff on the PlayStation for years. Hey, PS1 siphon filters getting trophies. All right, that's fucking cool as hell, though. It is cool. I I can't argue that. (laughs) I can't argue that. I I think that's cool as hell. Siphon filter one. I I think that's cool as hell because it's also going to push Microsoft to do it. Can you imagine? I hope they do. Microsoft is is so like, like the past few years has been running such such a a far distant second place. They're still in this mode that every time Sony does something. They're like, Microsoft will be like, Kyle. Well, we're gonna we're gonna do it a thousand times better, motherfucker, because because we got a, something to prove here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, can you imagine original Xbox games getting a thousand gamer scores? So, oh my so god! So here's what I'll that, tell you. Oh so on the rewards, like if you ever use the Microsoft rewards and you go on there, they put a thing up this past week that was like, hey, earn an achievement and blinks the time sweeper. And yeah, yeah, like because they said they did the top six. Yeah. They, they, yeah, they always do where you can get points for like whatever their top ten list is for yeah, the month. Exactly, and, and Blinks is one of them. And, you and to get some the people points, are like, are they going to do this? So I think it would be really cool. I mean, I would go back and play like Morrowind or something. Oh God, yeah. I would be shocked if by the end of the year Microsoft hasn't also done it. At least, for, out like, at least for like first party stuff, stuff they have control over. Because yeah. they would have to make developers and stuff go back in and change it. Because like the the Sony obviously siphon filters an in house kind of a that's thing ben, where they sell it's Ben Studios. Ben. So like, but like when they said that, I'm like, hell yeah, I need as many of those as possible. And if you do that, the thing about that is like maybe people don't care as much about PS1 games, <laughs> but the minute you put trophies in them, they're gonna people care, care about PS1 yeah. games. No, immediately that got that right. got my head to turn. Hell so. yeah. I haven't played that game in what two decades? I'll happily play it again to get a platinum. All I remember about that game was tasering people till they lit on yeah. fire. Hell, <laughs> it was cool. Like twelve-year-old like me really liked. Yeah, that, it was, that explains a lot. <laughs> um, we got two news stories left. Uh, one of them I'll let Dan read because I don't know anything about it. But the other one is this multiple Silent Hill projects in the work, which makes sense. Like they're clearly making a Silent Hill. But I'll I will put this out here. Because I heard they were clearly like, making one a couple years ago. What happened to that? Yeah, well, yeah they, okay. they've been clearly making yeah. one for the yeah. since Silent like Hill fans. <laughs> Silent Hill fans do not like Bloober Team, which is the developers right. that made the medium. And it's becoming more and more apparent that that's who's probably making one of these Silent Hill games, and they are fucking pissed. Well, what so if, what if they just made it into a pachinko <laughs> machine? You, right? right? Like Metal Gear Solid 3 cutscenes? <laughs> yeah. Or, or, or what seems to be more prevalent, a skateboard. That has there been what they've been releasing recently. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, you know, I, I will say, I, I'm not a, I've never played a Silent Hill game. Okay. So, like, I, I don't have a, a connection to it that way. Uh, I, I will say this uh, again, a hot take. Any fans that are mad that Bluebird team is making it, <laughs> shut up. Do you yeah, want it or not? <laughs> yeah, do, you yeah, want, they, do you want it or not? Yeah, this is how I feel about so much media, like like media stuff. When any anytime anything's getting worked on from a beloved franchise, like like take the Ghostbusters movie, the all female Ghostbusters movie, yeah. when people are like, it ruined my childhood. 
motherfucker, the other movies still exist. Just go right. watch those yeah, and right. shut up. <laughs> shut up. And the only reason, the only way that ruins your childhood is if they they taped over the original film of Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah, the new one. <laughs> don't watch it. Oh, I don't like the team. That's then play the old ones. You whiny yeah. fucks. Shut up. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. They still exist. They're still in the world. Stop it. And then when the like Silent Hill fans say that like I can't, I they they're terrible. I don't want to say, but then they release it. And I'm like, I guess I'll buy it though. I like Silent yeah. Hill. Like this. Yeah, I'm mad. We're only going to buy about 10 million copies of it. But yeah. oh. <laughs> like, shut up. You're, you're, you're as bad as wrestling. Well, especially, fans. especially if these if these are remakes and you actually want a new one, you better buy the remakes because if you don't, you don't care about a new one. That's how it they sounds look at like. It. There's a new one, and then they are also remaking two, which is fine. But like, I would rather see the first one remade. But because, because I will say, I, I know it's a little bit different because of who's making it and stuff. Sure. Uh, and and I am not, I'm not familiar. I don't remember what the uh, the conversation was beforehand. But like, were people pissed when they were like remaking Resident Evil Two? No. What, no what, was okay. About that. <laughs> okay. Okay. I I honestly did not remember because like because like yeah. There is a lot of stuff like that where people get like, oh, I'm so, uh, I can't believe, and then it ends up being awesome, and they're just whining. Like, people were that with Final Fantasy VII, people. Like, I remember, yeah, there was I, a well, lot of hype, but there were people that were like, you can't, such a classic, you can't ruin it, oh, and then most people seemed to like it. People like, got pissed, fine. people got more pissed at that game because they were changing it. And, yeah. like, as someone yeah. who loves Seven, like, I think Remake is a great game, and in some it's ways, great. it's better than the original. Yeah. yeah. And, no. and, so, and you can still easily, it's on everything now, Yeah, play they love to re-release. You play it on the Xbox. That's how weird the world is right now. Go play it. I can buy a physical copy of it from Switch from Japan. How about yeah. that? Just go play it. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 sorry for the little rat at me. That's but, but, but it, it just makes me so mad. Like nerds hate what they love so much, and I don't <laughs> understand it. It's true. Just just like like you can have comments. You could be like, ah, this might be crappy. I don't know if they should. But then just don't like shut up. It's ruining my life. We gotta send them hate mail. I can't believe shut up, you neckbeard. God. You're embarrassing all of us who like this. Just relax. The one thing I'll say at least about Resident Evil 2 is like it got announced and then they shut the fuck up about it for like four years. And then it was one of those like, hey, it's at E3, it's out, you know, this is the date, and they just again stopped talking about it. And I think that helped it. Because nobody knew what it was going to look like, and then it had that you know spe- very spectacular trailer. So um, people were generally cool with that. They're like, I don't. There was not the hate. Where is this? It's like, oh, it's Bloomberg team. We can't like. I played the medium. I liked it. So I, I was gonna say, I, I, I thought I, I thought people generally liked the medium. Did I did I miss it's something mixed. there? I don't know. Okay. I enjoyed it, but it it has it has some very glaring technical issues because they're trying to. There's a mode in that game where you can go like split. So there's like it's trying to render the game twice at the same time and it tanks the resolution of the game. And that's got why it. it's it's got some glaring. But it as far as like a story, it's it's a Silent Hill game. <laughs> like, <laughs> fair enough. like, so that's why I'm like, I don't understand why you people are upset. Like you haven't had a new Silent Hill since uh, Downpour, which well, I like that game. People don't. So I don't know. So. All right, Dan, last news topic. Why don't you tell me about the Final Fantasy shirt? Oh, or this, whatever. Is just, this is just something that pissed me off. So I want to okay. talk about it. Like, <laughs> um, so like there's so they a couple of months ago, they announced this unique little line announced this thing where it's like there's gonna, we're going to make a, a line of Final Fantasy shirts. And there's 16 of them and they're each did, Makes sense. like for each, each one of the main games. 
So like there's a one, a two, all the way to 16, which is neat because they didn't have to do that one, obviously. And like the thing about the shirts is like some of them are lazy, like the Final Fantasy VIII one, because it's just like that picture of Squall with like the gun blade in front of his face, which they use for every promotion material. That's the shirt ever. That's pretty lazy. But then like there's a one for Final Fantasy XIV. There's not a lot of 14 merch, but there sure is a hell of a lot of people that play it. So yeah, no, <laughs> and then like I love twelve, so I was like maybe I'll get the twelve shirt just because it would it'd be cool to have a Final Fantasy twelve related shirt. I I checked it within two minutes, sold out, gone, all every size, every fucking shirt. I'm like, what what is the point of this set? Yeah. Like you you talked about these for three months and they're gone immediately. Then you go on Twitter, and everybody's like, I had it in my cart and it's gone. It's it's like trying to buy a fucking PS five and it's a t shirt. Yeah, like I damn, don't understand. Dude. And then it's like, well, they're back in stock. And then you go check back in stock. It's like, yeah, we got smalls. Yeah. What? <laughs> Who's buying a small? Yeah. Come on. I, I, I think I was a small for about 12 minutes as a kid as yeah. I quickly skyrocketed <laughs> to 2X. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, it really like, and it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, well, we'll restock eventually. It's like, yeah, but I, I can't afford to spend every minute on Twitter refreshing your thing to see when something like it's just it's a bummer because like they had to know there was a market for this they had to know yeah well, i mean that, that's about like it's always tough with these kind of things too because like it, it's a lot of it's probably bots oh for sure because anything that gets hyped up the bots bikes are going to be able to they in theory they think they can resell it later absolutely and, and, and it's a, a thing like i don't know how that gets fixed i like again i'm an idiot i don't know how companies fix that i, don't think I do. also don't know i also don't know if they want to fix it at this point what do they care they, because they're they're making the money. They don't right. care if the reseller then resells right. it. Uh, they just want people to own the consoles. And sec- secondly, it builds up so much hype. Right. The demand like, it keeps the demand flowing. Like, like, like even now, like I, I I will not claim that the PS5 would still not be popular right now because obviously it would be if it had a normal launch that wasn't COVID and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but right now, people, it's like what we're a year and a half into the, the life we're, we're a year and a half yeah and, and, and people are still like oh my god i can't find i can't we need one i need like there's still so much like fiery hype about Whoa. like god i can't wait to get one and i'm sure sony obviously they want people to have the consoles to sell games but on the same token like that's buy, that's gonna buy an extra two three years that, of hype. that leads into another like quick like joke story where they're like oh now we have a bundle with horizon to sell the who? Like what? Who's that? For? You can't even produce regular banana <laughs> throw our eyes in it. Fuck off! Like just well. And as I've said before, like ever, like since PS Five has come out and I got my PS Five, I have never seen one in a store. Nope, ever. And you won't. Yeah, I, I've seen Series X. I've everywhere seen, you go, they all have everybody the signs has up. It's like so. we don't sell them in store. Too bad. And as, yeah, like honestly, as someone who worked never in a store that one. was never allowed to put up signs like that for a long time, yeah. thank God. Although not like yeah. people read signs because. They don't. Nobody, they're still yeah. gonna ask, but even if they, the, oh, only, yeah. the only thing I've seen in the wild is a lot of Series X, and um, yeah, I've seen a lot. I, of S. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I know there was the story about like how Microsoft may have paid for chip priority, and, and I'll say good for fucking them. Yeah, if they did, you right. know, like like Smart. because they're right now they're uh, money wise they're doing the best as of like they, what, last month they, they outsold in japan yeah, yeah they outsold the other because they have them yeah right. yeah and, and it's like uh, and that, that's i think it's smart on microsoft's side because like they're gonna not everybody because like, people are still gonna buy this the playstation 5 it doesn't make the playstation 5 be a disaster now or by any means yeah, they'll still no. sell but on their end it's smart because there's people who are getting very impatient Trying to get a PS5, right. so they're so like, "Fuck it, I'll buy a Series S then." And now they're they mm-hmm. might 
become Xbox fans too. Right. And so now you converted if, them in there. Yeah. I mean, even if I like, they made the money, they've gotten at least like some kind of foot in the door and worst case scenario, somebody trades that in to buy a PS five, somebody else buys a system and the cycle continues. Like yeah. we just need them in people's houses any way they can. It doesn't matter. Yep. yep. Uh, so uh, you mentioned, uh, uh, are we done with that topic? Cause I did tell yeah. you I had one GameStop question well, yeah, for yeah. you. Yeah, go ahead, cause we're we're going to be going into emails, which is all GameStop questions anyway. So go ahead and ask. Okay, please do. Let, 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 let me lead. And, and hopefully I'm not spoiling one of them. This has always <laughs> bothered me because, because I, I am really good with retail people. Because mm-hmm. I know that job fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. I know that. So I, I worked at Target and Walmart for a while in my in my time. I understand how bad it is. So I never get like mad at people. Sure. This is the only thing I get mad at people about, and it's GameStop related. Okay, I love it. And I want I want you to maybe see if you can tell me from like whatever the corporate policy stands. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. How? Can you motherfuckers? I, I'm speaking in general. I know you don't work there anymore, but I'm going to. I'm gonna. Uh, it's a part of my, my deep black soul forever. I, so. I'm going to yeah. point my hatred and venom at you personally for this for this question. Normal, but no normal customer sounds like. Yeah, but no intellectually. I I love you as a person, but yeah. for this moment, I'm going to see nothing but rage. Uh, how do you motherfuckers justify? selling a game as brand new when you opened that motherfucker Ooh. and put it on the shelf. Thank you. That's a great one. That's I, a great I, one. I will tell you, I don't give a, like, and they always tell me like, oh, it doesn't, it's, it hasn't been played. I don't know that your greasy motherfucker hands didn't drop it and scratch <laughs> it when you, you opened it. It is not new anymore. Okay. I have a lot to say on this. No shock. Okay. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> I'll say okay, one sorry, thing. We, we can be friends again yeah, now, say, but each yeah. part is I'll gone you, thing, but I will say one thing about it Take and it then out. I'll let Dan speak because he has all, I will tell you right now, somebody probably already played that game. Okay. Part of that is true. <laughs> part of that is true. Depend, depend, but here's, but here's a, here's a key kicker to that, depending on the store that you shop at. So for example, my store, which I ran and Kyle was my employee. I had other employees. We have to open new games, and there's a very simple answer to that, uh, because customers fucking suck, and they steal anything <laughs> they can touch. Yeah. So <laughs> if if there was ever a hint of a game in there, in a case on the wall, gone immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, the company was never going to pay for like the shit you'd get at Best Buy, right? Or like glass cases at whatever, because the company, like at the top level cut corners any way they they could. They still do. And it's even worse now. Um, The argument for it always was, well, why don't you just send us cover art for everything and we could just make it look like we have it. But the problem with that was they would, when they did send us cover art for like coming soon displays or whatever, uh, we would never get what we needed. We'd always be missing stuff or have 50 of something else we didn't need two of. It was just a shit show. And like it, it got to the point where like the simplest solution, which is the worst solution, is to cut a copy of the game open, put it in a white sleeve, and put it in the drawer. Now, our store, we did the yeah. best we could. Okay, like we we, we were very meticulous with how we did it. Um, there were multiple times where we did direct us from corporates, like cut eight cases and put eight of them on no. the wall, and I'd be like, "Fuck, fuck no. no!" Like you're an idiot. Like I can't sell those. Um, uh, for a long time, what made it worse, the worst part of it was we had to put that stupid fucking plastic sticker around it. And like that ruined That's like those stickers no. are the worst because they, they're sticky. <laughs> we forever. hated that too. We yeah, hated it. Just, we would do everything we could to not 
mark up the case. Do it like very yeah, lightly, like just a, so a, like, like a touch at sealed, the end. but yeah, it was just terrible because you know otherwise people would go home, play it, return it, all this other kind of shit. So we had to put that in there. Now eventually we got to a point where we had like the plastic bags you could drop them in and seal it, which at least helped a little to make it look new. Um, when I worked at Game Crazy, we didn't have to do that because all of our games were behind the shelf. But occasionally, if we did, we actually had a shrink wrap machine so I could reseal stuff, which, again, not as great, but it helped some people like parents who don't necessarily yeah. care. Um, we hated it. All, like, we hated it. All of us hated yeah, it. it. Okay. Yeah. Employees and, 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 hated it. And, and I know intellectually that, that yeah. that's definitely a corporate directive. Yeah. But, but like, I've never got more mad at my life. And, again, the, the thing that really set me off, it wasn't, like – if, if, if you have to do that with one copy, great. But right. a lot of games, you only get one fucking copy. That's another so problem. I'm buying that. Yeah. So I'm not going to buy that right. now because it's not new because I don't know, like you said, someone might have played it. You could have just, even not even being me, I'm a clumsy motherfucker. I drop shit all sure, the time. Someone might have I'm not going to say that didn't happen. You know? Oh, um, yeah. and, and then the other thing too, like but what what the only reason it really pissed me off, because most of the time I'll just ask, hey, do you have a sealed copy of this? If they don't, I just don't buy it. Right. And we went all around to other stores to see, like, because we were very close, very close to two other stores. And, like, if you really want to seal one, we'd call them. But, I mean, go ahead. But go ahead. But but what really threw me off one time, like, someone who was just just spewing the the company line so much is somebody told us like hey do you have a seal i can't remember what game it was like do you have a sealed version of this they were like no but you know what one of the benefits of pre-ordering is the new games come sealed and i'm like they all came sealed you opened it (laughs) you opened it they didn't send it to you opened it was sealed yeah suck it now occasionally occasionally we would get ones that have like damaged shields we're like great this is the open one but um you know uh, but it, 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 and again that was, she was probably told to say that oh, but it was. made me so mad that just Wait, means like, oh, so if, I pre, if i do the pre-order which i know that's what you guys get judged on is how many pre-orders you get as well yeah you're gonna yeah. tell me oh one of the perks you know what else is a perk i get that from a, if i order from amazon guess right. what it comes it's, sealed yeah, and yeah, it's probably yeah. gonna be cheaper that guy was just a corporate bootlicker to be fair uh, like there are plenty, <laughs> a lot of stores have at least one of those it um, made me so fear like the logic of it that's not a perk. That's how it came. Another, you took it off. Now, now another reason, like why he, why, if that had come to me, and I, I would maybe mention the pre-order thing, but there's a specific reason, and Kyle knows this too. Like after a, at a, up to a certain point in time, we would always get extras and stuff, like constantly. But eventually, it became, to like 2016. Yeah, eventually it got to be like if we didn't reserve it. If nobody reserved it, we didn't get any. You might get it. You might get a you copy get if you're lucky. If one yeah. person reserved it, you might get So that if it was one. like some weird yeah. fucking anime game or something. Right. Or a visual novel game it. for like we're the not theater getting or something. Yeah. If you don't reserve it, we won't get it. And we, 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 yeah. I try, we try to be as upfront with people as possible. Like, yeah. Look, See, man, this isn't a corporate thing. You want if to you, a, you they, told they, that. Like if yeah. you told me like, hey, the only way we're getting this game is if you pre-order it, then I could be like, okay, cool. You you were upfront. You're honest with me. Don't tell me a perk no, to get an off no, sealed. I would though. never, I would never market <laughs> sealed versions as perks. But to be like the shortest answer is, corporate forces to do it because there wasn't a, good, a better way to do it because people suck and they steal. People still yeah. stole empty cases because they are lunatics. But yeah, uh, it, it just sucks too because like that's also from like a corporate being cheap stuff. Yeah. Like I, I, I know, Ga- I know, GameStop is always kind of it's it's sort of been on the fence about going out of business it seems for years <laughs> it's like it's, it's, up and wave, man. It, it's it's kind of always there but like I, I don't think like those companies it's always infuriating that like 
man, you spend a little money up front to just make stuff a little bit more customer friendly, you will get more business. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, people yeah. will like, like, like I used to love going to GameStop because it was a store full of video games. Right. Like that's awesome. It's and then I realized how much now. they seem to hate their consumers. <laughs> hate them. I was like, I would rather like, I know Amazon's a shit show for different reasons. Yeah, At least well, I get what I want when I want. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, it's just that was I will tell you, like, that is something we hate. And I would say universally, even that that guy who told you that hated it because he had to have conversations like that. And like, yeah, we just we hated it. We, the other thing I'll say, too, is like, as I said, somebody probably played that game. Now, at our store, Dan's rule was we could not check out any. So if you were an employee there, you can check out games that are gutted. But it's up to manager discretion at store. I worked at Dan's rule was we couldn't check out any. No way. No new games. Uh If it was used, who cares? Go nuts, you know, which is fine. Nobody. And I'll say this at at the, you know, four and a half, almost five years. I was there. I don't think any one of us ever complained about that or cared. Every single game. There's still shit to play. Most of the time, if it was a game I wanted to play day one, I was already fucking buying it. So who cares? And sometimes (laughs) like we we had one guy who we worked with who would he would ask me occasionally i go you know the rules man like yeah. i don't care like if other managers let you do it before me that's not how i run my store like yeah. that's like like ryan is talking about like that's a disservice to the customer and that's not why i'm yeah. here like at the yeah. end of the day my motto behind the scenes was i want your money like give me your money <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't care how i have to get it from you but give me your money but in order to get your money i'm going to be to try to be as upfront as possible if you brought me a game that sucked in the counter, it's like, look, man, this game sucks. Like, you should maybe pick something out. Like, you might like it. That's up to you. But buy it used and, and try it. But, like, yeah. this game and, sucks. And, and, <laughs> and, and that's one of those things that I think all businesses, not even just a GameStop, right. but, like, all businesses, if someone's honest with me, you're going to get my return business. Right. Yeah. If you get one sale, but I think you fucked me. I'm not only am I never going to go there, but I'm going to tell, and, and, and maybe I'm a special case. A lot of these people don't know. Uh, I have a few hundred thousand followers on right. social media. I will tell other people you right. fucking suck. <laughs> and and I have a pretty loyal fan base when it comes to certain things. So it's like, you don't know who you're pissing off. So like, yeah, spend a little money or like maybe lose a little bit of a sale early on. will get me to keep coming back. Or if it, came, if it came down to it, like if, oh, you, yeah. if you came up to me and you're like, man, this is, this is the game I really wanted. I can't find you a sealed copy. You know, I'm, I'm sorry I can't do it. Like, I would I would throw discounts at a, after a certain point because it's just yeah. Like, I'm like, and maybe you want it, maybe you don't. At that point, like that's what I can do. See, and, but, and that was even the argument I would have with them sometimes. And like argument, I would never. Right. I'm yeah. I'm yelling for comedic effect. I never actually yelled at an employee <laughs> right. in person. But like, if all you have is an open copy. If you knock off like 10% because it's an open box yeah, copy, that's what I would do. I'll still probably buy that. Right. But like if you're going to sell it as a brand new game, that new shit anymore. better yeah. be brand yep. new. And that's not. <laughs> you knock off 10% though, we'll talk. You got a sale. Right. 10%. 10%. I, <laughs> I would offer them. I'd go, you got 10% and you got 30 days if it doesn't work. And like since this is my last one, when I sell it to you, maybe I get another one in. Like, you know, like, but if you don't want that, then I got no time for it. Get out. Yeah. Like, yeah, and that's like because like at least you give the option to right. the customer to like Take then I can make the decision like because there are certain games I want sealed because I'm a collector right you know so I might I might have digitally but like I want to have a mint sealed copy for display purposes so that yeah. to be like ah oh, no thank you this isn't gonna work for me right. but like when they're just like no it's a brand new game no it's not yeah you don't know what brand new means you <laughs> yeah. opened it yep. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, like, 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 like Best Buy doesn't sell you a TV that's been on the shelf. It's like, well, no one's really taken this home and put anything, you know, it's not been right. hooked up to a DVD <laughs> player, so it's brand new. No, motherfucker. It's been out of the box being used forever. Right. Yeah. Well, in the spirit of GameStop questions, uh, we got a couple emails. Two of them are GameStop related, and then one of them is from a previous episode. We'll go over that in a second. But the first one, we have uh, Ben from Chicago, and I says, hi, guys. I loved your last episode with the GameStop stories. I've always wondered, and I know Dan's going to love I love this. it. I've always wondered what it took for someone to get banned from GameStop. I've read online and seen videos on YouTube about people getting trade banned. Is this something that ever happened at your store? If so, how did you deal with it? You Dan, you take it okay, away. Okay, I'll take it away. I'm going to let you take it away. I will start by saying that in terms of regular band and not trade band, because there are two different things. Regular are you talking band, about regular band or are you going to talk about the kid that was going to hold us up? Well, there's – ooh, I forgot <laughs> about that. That's a good story. So That's a good story. There's a couple ways to get actually banned <laughs> now that I remember it. Um, but I will say that to get actually banned like from being able to even be a customer at GameStop is incredibly hard. because. It's very hard. <laughs> even at the store level if we know that you shouldn't be here anymore we have to convince multiple people above us that this is true and like they would never listen to us so uh, the one kyle alluded to i'll go over that one quick basically i was working were you with me <laughs> no, okay. no no a no, police no. Officer, i think i came into close the police officer fucking comes in and it was like <laughs> hey i need to talk to you and i'm like uh, okay so we go in the back room. We start talking. Basically, this kid had told his buddy while they were playing on Xbox or some shit that he was planning to rob our store. And he had like drawn a map. And he like he, the, the police officer like showed me the map. And like the funny part was he's like he, he mapped out like the, the part you could see. But like obviously we had a back room. And our, the way our store worked, we had a back room and then a system room that locked. And, and then, then a, a back door and a bathroom. And it was kind of a weird shape. Which was a, which is a key to this thing, because you couldn't just run straight out the door; you'd run into a wall. Um, but he had drawn this out, and my favorite part about the map was like the entire back room was just a box with a question mark in it. So clearly, <laughs> so clearly, this guy had done his research and he was planning to hit us pretty hard. So basically, the cop told me he's like, it's, it's, a, "It's seriously like a question block from yeah, Mario games. Yeah, you don't know what tricks to be in there. No, what's going on back there?" But um, like to get back there, you'd have to have the keys. Like it's just like this kid wasn't thinking, and obviously no. wasn't thinking because he told his buddy. So the cops like, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "I want him gone." Like I don't want that kid to set foot in here. Yeah. All right. Cool. I will tell him. Are you going to press charges? No, I'm not going to press charges. Just he can't come here anymore. It was like seventeen year old kid. So months go by, and this fucking kid walks in the store with his dumbass friend. And like it's funny too because you look at the kid and he's like he's a meek shy kid. I don't even remember. I remember him. showing the. I remember you showing me the picture of him and I knew who he yeah. was because I was like, "We'd seen him before." Yeah, we're like, it was weird. Like that kid. Wow. I mean, I, you know, maybe it is the quiet ones, but like that kid never gave off the vibe of like that. Kind Not of at thing. all. So he was clearly like joking around, but he walked in and I looked. I think I looked at him. I said, "You can't be here." And he he kind of took it and he left. But then I called the cops and this cop came in and she talked to me and I said. This kid can't be here. She drove to his fucking house yeah. and knocked on the door and talked to his mom. And then we never saw that kid again. But no, this, no, so no. that kid was effectively banned for being that's a, a different kind of band. Yeah. That's a different kind yeah. of band. Trade ban. Well, there's another there's there's another kind of band. And and Kyle, you would you know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say his name, but you know who I'm we talking can't, about. We can't, yeah, we can't reveal. I'm not going to dox people who were pieces of shit I at knew. a GameStop six years ago. <laughs> 
think we should dox. I think that's if you, if you want that internet cloud, if you want to be yeah, cool on go. Reddit, maybe, maybe you just maybe maybe I DM you his email address and you just accidentally tweet it one day. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll get it out to my followers yeah. at Cripple Threat Eight. Yes. If you want to see who this person was, that will be revealed tomorrow. This guy was what can only be described as a colossal fucker. Like he was just the yeah. worst. He was the kind of guy who spends his day and his week and his overall time trying to scam retail stores everyone everything everyone. coupons this that Name this it. that you don't help me i'll call your district manager Domino. like just complete yeah. piece of shit you had like, our district manager on speed dial yeah. on his yeah phone so anytime we denied damn. him for doing something he couldn't <laughs> do he would try to tell on us yeah. and it finally got we finally got to a breaking point where like he was trying to trade in two copies of basketball and we had trade limits where it was at the time it was one copy of one game period just to, to also, there to was a there was shit. a promotion there was a promotion on that game so if he would have traded both those in he would have got absurd yeah for it. what he right. paid, and we knew what he paid because he'd scammed amazon to get him mm-hmm. because because what this guy's downfall was was eventually kyle had this genius idea of well we have his email on file i wonder if he uses it for other things and we googled it and sure enough he did and he basically yeah. wrote a journal on a on a website somewhere detailing how he was fucking us over and over and, and not over just us every Coca Cola rewards like the yeah. list went on AMC Jeez, the list absurd. went on and on and on he yeah. was just a piece of trash and the sad part was he had to be like mid forties and like this is what he spends his time doing so eventually we used we took that information and we went I went to my team and I said look at what he does look at how he is not a customer <laughs> in any way. Like, no. look at how he. We have never made money off of him. All he's doing is taking money from us, and that finally, finally was enough to finally get that guy gone. And yeah. he got our district manager called him and said, "Like, you're done. You cannot come into any store in our district anymore." And the best part was, after that happened, he went on his little journal blog thing and wrote this fucking rant about the junior detectives at GameStop <laughs> who got yeah, him banned. So every so every so often, Kyle and I would be like, "Nice job, junior detective," and we would just <laughs> elbow each other. I mean, I, I'm proud of you guys for getting it taken care of. Yeah. And, and, and I say this with due, all due respect, but any fucking idiot could have found that. If you're blogging it, I could have solved that crime. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know, a well-known place where people do the same thing. He wrote all of this. And, well, we were and it was like, one of those wow. things where I'm like, this, this idiot has to be fucking proud of what he's right. doing. Like, he's got to be telling somebody else. And so I was like, I'm just going to do this. And sure like, enough. if you would play by the rules, I don't care what you do. But he broke the yeah. rules over and over. Yeah. And he tattled. Over and over. And when you tattle, yeah. you're fucked. <laughs> That's when you're fucked, insane. dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but to get to the, other, the other part of the question. Dog. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> fucked. Because I will take it down if I can. And I'm going to do it. And I did it. Um, junior Detective Squad was on the case. Um, but, it, but the question about is, trade- is, that an old, is that an old Famicom game? It sounds like it would be. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Re-released on a Switch. Yeah. Um, so the, the trade, trade banning is real. Um, but it's not for, I think, a lot of the reasons people think it is. It's really meant to like kind of like check quantities that you do within like a certain period of time. And if you do too much, your account just kind of gets turned off. The, the, the threshold's really high. The threshold is very high. Like it is, it is an insane amount. But like there would be times where people were gaming, you know, trading in too much stolen shit and they would get turned off for a while. And then they would just open a new power up card and start over. So it didn't matter. But yeah. there were there were a couple of times where a guy where people would get 
trade banned, but it shouldn't have happened. And the one I remember the most is remember the when we started taking retro stuff again, is one guy came in with like tubs and shit. Remember that guy? Like the yeah. boxed Game Boy Advance games, the boxed yeah. Game Boy Color games, all these yeah. complete game Ryan, you would have shit your pants. Yeah. Brought all this stuff in. <laughs> in all fairness, I, I shit my pants occasionally, just, just very often. Yeah, you know. But. but so, like, this guy's bringing all of this stuff in, and we're going through the boxes, and we're like, "Holy shit, we have to take all of this!" Like, yeah. we have to. I'm not. We're not turning any of this down. And so, and yeah. when Retro came back, we didn't take everything, it's which was thing. which was stupid because there's a market for everything except for sports games but that's a whole other area but, but, but then then you, you find the occasional moron like me who's a complete set right collector right. and somebody and needs it right I, I will, I'll, I'll take those sports games right so i was like if if we don't take this game take it as something else so yeah. we would just take it as something else so we could sell it for whatever that was and this guy like he hit the threshold like because you can only use so many lines on a transaction I had to do three transactions for this guy. And by the time we got to the third one, it had turned off. It was like too much. You can't do it. But this is legitimate. You know, like this, there's nothing weird about this. So that one, I actually had to, I think I had to call corporate and be like, you need to turn this off. And that took forever. The guy had to come back the next day. Thank God he did. But um, he had to come back like the next day because that would happen. So it's possible. But um, Trade ban, it does happen. It was mainly it was mainly put in place to to ban people who stole shit, which happened a lot. Um, Very lot. a lot, a lot. You 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 would know it because they would come in with a stack of forty loose discs, and they would all be new games. Red box, all, all new. Not even necessarily red box. They would go to like Walmart or whatever and cut them open. And, oh and yeah, cut them that, open. yeah, yeah. We'd get a lot of that um, too. We got a lot of that. So they would, and you know, if Far Cry Three had come out a week before. We'd get a couple. I once had it. I once had in a case where some guy tried to trade in games before it was out. That was the best one. He had a loose <laughs> disc game that, yeah. that wasn't out yet, and I'm like, "Uh, you realize this just, isn't out yet, right?" Yeah. Oh, 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 and he would take it, like put it back in his pocket. Um, Never mind about that one. <laughs> we couldn't. We couldn't do much against that just because technically there's no rule. I mean, we all knew it was stolen, but there's no rules. Yeah. Um, did they not know that you were a junior detective? They did not. I hadn't been, uh, I hadn't been deputized at that been, point. Yeah, that, um, yeah. But yeah, so that would happen. And, um, you know, it, it kind of sucked. Like we tried our best to not take knowingly. Like we got to a point where our store specifically, even though we should have, we told people who had Redbox stickers or cases. No, no way. Yeah. Well, I, I bought it out of the machine. I don't really care. Like we're not taking yeah. it. I'm not dealing with that shit. Because yeah. I did have a time where like some of those had to get taken by like the police, and that happened. Well, the other thing times. that was cool uh, for I don't remember how long this was, but we had that um, we had that dude that chilled in our back of our store for a while. What was he like a loss prevention person or something? Yeah, we had a, we had an LP guy yeah. who actually the guy was rad. Poorly <laughs> had to us sadly cram his fucking desk into our system room, which is a very yeah. long narrow room, so it didn't really yeah. work out great. No ventilation, no windows. You're locked in this room. Goodbye. Uh, he was yeah. pretty cool. So like um, cool shit, yeah. he would listen to me like he would actually like if I said something, he'd be like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Do whatever you want. He was great until he got shit canned for not doing his job. Um, he was a cool guy. And then that went into a whole other story. But uh, that yeah, helped for a little bit. Answer. But, yeah, it's um, people tried to scam us all the time. But, you know, junior detectives were on the case, so we didn't get scammed too much. Well, <laughs> I think the next GameStop question you're going to be an even bigger fan of. 
Yes. Yeah. This comes from Brian in St. Louis, Missouri. He asked, uh, absolutely love the GameStop talk in the last episode. I was curious about manager conferences. Did those ever get rowdy? I've heard some stories from some of the employees at my local GameStop that managers can get a bit out of hand at these conferences. I was curious how much of this you had experienced. Thanks. Uh, well, short answer is, yeah, they got rowdy and people got in trouble for sure. Um, every I went to six with GameStop. <laughs> And every year you'd always hear about, well, this person got sent home. This person got sent home because they get busted doing something they shouldn't have done. Um, the, the thing about a GameStop conference is think of, think of it this way. You get 5,000 people all around the same age, which would be like late 20s, early 30s, mm-hmm. and put them in fucking Vegas for four days unsupervised. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> like when we stayed at the – we stayed at the – what did I say? The Venetian and at the bottom like – at the bottom, you go to the lobby, you go out this one door, you turn left, and there's a Walgreens right there, which the first night is 200 GameStop people in line to get into the alcohol cooler to check out at one of the 20 registers this Walgreens has. So you can go back up and everybody would just get hammered the first couple of nights. Uh, the only downside to that was like you had to be up at 7 the next morning most times. Because it's like it started at the, you know breakfast was at 7.30. If you didn't get breakfast, you get to eat for six hours. Um, so like they were business trips, but like, I remember the first couple of nights, like being in clubs until like, or just like, you know, bars and stuff until like one, one thirty, two, And then finally, when I started getting older, I'm like, I'm going to fucking bed. Screw this. Um, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, but like, yeah, you would, you would hear about stuff. I mean, I know of at least one affair firsthand that happened, <laughs> but that's kind of how that place worked. Because again, it's, yeah. you were on the other side of the country. Cause we're from, you know, the Chicago area. We're in Anaheim. At this big thing, everybody's out drinking. Um, you know, Ralph, I mean, th- you would definitely like. I think there was one time where somebody trashed a room and got sent home, and then those, and then that person just didn't work for GameStop anymore. Well, yeah, um, that, like that was like that was. Uh, that they were wished well in their future yeah, endeavors. Yeah, it was the kind of thing where they, they put your ass on a plane and then you were never heard from again. So, like, we always joked his conference was a good way to get fired, like for sure. Because you well, would there would the always be thing. somebody that would leak something too. Yeah, so the leak story is a good one. I'll get to that after the next part. But like, there was one year where my district manager, I told we were coming down out of the hotel to go to the airport because this is the last day, and we're, my flights. I always took the earliest flight possible, so it's like six o'clock, right? We're walking out of the elevator. It's like four thirty. My district manager just hanging back in a chair at a slot machine, <laughs> pulling the thing, and we're like, "Did you go to bed? What time is it? It's like four thirty in the morning." No what time are you leaving? Oh, I'm going out tomorrow. And then, all right, later. So he just, he just hung out of the slot machine for at least, because he was there. I saw him the night before. It's the same one. So um, the leak story is good because this isn't necessarily getting rowdy, but this is just another example of how to get let sent home and fired. Or like, you want to talk about maybe junior Very detectives. These were senior detectives on the case. Yeah. No. So we were in um, every, we would go to little rooms, right? So it'd be like the Nintendo room for an hour, and they'd tell us about all the shit. We'd go to Sony room, and then you'd go, but you'd have to go to small rooms too, like Mad Cats, where a British man would yell at you for forty minutes about the steering wheel <laughs> they're releasing. That guy sucked. But one of them was PDP, which if you don't know PDP, they make a lot of like third party shit accessories. And the hype was this was the months before the Wii came out. And we're sitting in the PDP room. We're the first people to go in this room. The they, Wii U. Yeah. But no, yeah, no, no. Wii. It was regular it was, Wii U. Okay. No, no, no. You're right. It was Wii U. I'm sorry. Okay. It was. But they were showing like 
check out this charger sin we're going to have and this other thing we're going to have. And like the thing that the key part to this is nobody knew anything about the Wii U release. Nobody did. And this dumbass in the first row, the PDP guy who was amped up and yelling about this tennis racket accessories, he's going to sell us. It's day and date with the Wii U, whatever the date was. And we're all just like, what? <laughs> Keep saying the date. He kept saying it over and over. We're st- we're looking at each other like, he did he just tell everyone at a GameStop con- in this room something no one is supposed to know? And we're like, oh, man, we're like, he's fucked. So, like, we walk out. I shit you not. I think I texted you and I texted, I texted my assistant at the time. Immediately. I said, you're not going to fucking believe what just happened because this, these are, this was a big deal. Like this is a monster deal within 20 minutes. It's on every fucking internet site. There is (laughs) and we're like, and we're like, I saw it and I'm like, Oh shit. Because that means it's one of the 60 people that were in that room. Yeah. Immediately, immediately our district manager hunts us down. Who did it? All everybody in that room was immediately like a fucking suspect number one, and we're like, "Oh shit!" Because we know if you're if it's you, you're done. Like you're, yeah. you're because there it's not technically an NDA, but like you're fucking you're done. And like that guy, I'm yeah. sure was fired the second he. They can they can find a reason to get rid of you. Absolutely, That's absolutely. Not what it is. They were hunting, you know, they were hunting like for that. people. They're like, we got people coming down to the thing now to like ask around and find out who did it, and like. I was like, oh shit, I texted Kyle and I texted this other guy. Like, I fucking swear to God, if one of them did it, I'm fucked. And the Kyle's like, I didn't fucking tell anybody. Who would I tell? Who am I going to tell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who the like, fuck am I going to tell? It was, just, it was just funny because, like, eventually um, they kind of backed up. But then, like, every night we would have, like, a district dinner where, like, we'd get dinner bought for us. So we went to this, like, Mexican. This was in San Antonio. We're in, like, a Mexican restaurant. And I swear to God, we sit down. We're all sitting at this big table. The other people are sitting at this other table. And the district manager's going around. He's like, hey, how's it going? Did you do it? it's like one of those things where it's like if you didn't raise your hand they were like what huh like so he was just trying to catch he was trying to gotcha everybody and we're just like this is fucking wild and then eventually they found the person who did it and he disappeared into the sunset but it was just it was wild. That, that's why the wii u failed yeah that's it. It was- <laughs> PDP accessory manufacturer didn't realize he was telling a lot of people who shouldn't know the date the date of the yeah, wii u until the worst that was really funny that was really funny though because like yeah. i just remember staring at the guy next to me but like did he say that and then he said it yeah. again immediately and i'm like oh god this is gonna be bad but, I, 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 would, I would be curious to find out what happened to that guy oh i'm sure he was <laughs> shit can like I would assume he probably didn't give presentations the rest of the day or the next day or ever again. Like yeah. that was uh, because uh, like, again, we didn't have an NDA, but I bet you that guy did. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Cause I, cause I will tell you if, if he's the reason the Wii U failed, I'm mad. Cause I, the Wii U is one of, I think my most underrated consoles. I love my, but Wii if it U didn't fail, so much. but if it didn't system. fail, you'd have to own so many more Wii U games. Would you have a complete set? I, I, because I'm a psychopath. Eventually, I would. Okay. Yes. All right. That's fair. Hey, uh, just qu- quick question about your collection. Like you said, you yes. you said earlier, like what you considered a complete set. I take it you do, you probably don't have like the weird Nintendo Store bullshit Mario Kart are, thing. So I, I, without having my list in front of me, I'm missing probably seven or eight things that are along those lines. The weird stuff yeah. that like didn't so, exist. So I don't have the Nintendo New York exclusive Hyrule Warriors and right. Mario Kart yeah. 8. Yeah. Uh, I'm still looking for the 
um the luigi wii remote bundle with nintendo land yes okay yeah okay. So, so i missed i missed a couple weird things like that the um the just dance 2015 nintendo selects version is incredibly hard to find oh yeah because it, it almost didn't exist yeah so like like I, i'm missing a couple weird oddities you have, like that you have all of the games it's just you don't necessarily have all of yeah. like the offshoot so, so i i have all the games and a lot of the offshoots like i have all the amiibo bundles i have uh-huh. the the special editions for like, like tokyo mirage the, and the skylander chronicle the skylander shit I, I have most i'm missing a couple of those but i have a lot of those i have the guitar hero one and two guitar bundles like i, I got yeah. a lot of that shit and i'm still actively looking for yeah, them yeah, yeah but but i for all intents and purposes my collection is complete right. and if i stumble upon those awesome yeah. i will add them <laughs> i just but, were the ones that popped my head because i know of i know about the mario kart and the hyrule warriors saying just like how yeah, stupid i almost are. got the hyrule warriors one on an ebay auction like three years ago and i just missed it Oof. and and then that's when a little bit after that's when the wii u started to like now it's a fucking it exploded cow. so yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to find i have a, a luck uh a nice fan or person donated to me at one point <laughs> hey man life. there that's you go be. just yeah, tweeted yeah. any listeners like, yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> All right, well, we have our final question. It comes from Skyler in Raleigh, North Carolina. This is not a GameStop question. Boo. Uh, yeah, boo. <laughs> Please send more GameStop I questions. I love it. We love them. <laughs> uh, hey, all. From an earlier episode, you guys went through and kind of ranked the systems by each generation, which was awesome. Being like, which ones are our favorite? Right. I'm curious. Is there any system any of you ever bought that you just <laughs> absolutely regretted later? Like something maybe you would have got launch day and kept all through its lifespan? That's a, I thought that was an interesting question when I read it because yeah. I'm like, uh. I thought about it a lot and I think the only – I wouldn't say I regret it, but it was just one of those things where it's like I bought the PS3 at launch and I don't know why. Like it, it had nothing. I didn't care. Um, <laughs> I played more I PS2 games on it than anything and I used it for a Blu-ray player for like a year and a half. Like it just was one – well, because remember it was 600 but it was still cheaper than Blu-ray players were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. And it was like the second like best Blu-ray player you could get, but it was cheaper than any of the other ones. So it was like, but I didn't play games on it like at all. I think my fir- I think my first trophy was like mm-hmm. Little Big Planet one, and I have like one or two in there. Um, it's just like I just didn't play it. I just didn't care. I don't regret it now, but at the time I probably did. I mean, as as somebody who collects, I don't really ever regret buying a system. I will. And I'm going to twist this one a little bit for myself, but I re, I'm going to say I regret it not for the purchase, but regret it because I didn't get it sooner. And that's the Dreamcast. Yeah, because I got a Dreamcast when it was already sunsetted. Didn't you buy? I thought you I, bought it like a month before they said like it's it over. was like a mu- yeah, literally <laughs> it was like a month before because and there's the reason why I bought it. I was like, I want to play Code Veronica. He massive Resident Evil fan. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to go. I went to some mom and pop, you know, game store where I lived at the time and bought it. Was I was super cheap too for it was like 80 bucks or something. It was something ridiculous. And I bought Code Veronica and Crazy Taxi. Those are the two games I bought. It's literally a month later. Hey, oh, the, the Dreamcast is dead. Oh, also, by the way, Code Veronica is coming to PS2. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like I didn't really, you know, I didn't really have to, but. The thing that was cool about that was that's that that was how I got into playing games online on the Dreamcast mm-hmm. because I did that. So I played I, I was one of the weird people that had the keyboard and the mouse and I played oh, yeah. against people in uh, Unreal Tournament 
and Quake 3 Arena on Dreamcast who did not have a keyboard and mouse. Hell so yeah. It was, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And then uh, Fantasy Star obviously like controlled my life for like six months till I till the also the only system I ever broke because I had it next to a space heater. Oh. And the space heater melted oh. the lens. Hell yeah. I do obviously. Those things weren't sturdy. Dreamcast is you know working now, but those things weren't sturdy in the first place, and you fucking no. And that was it was like it was a (laughs) fourteen hour session of Fantasy Star, and I went to go turn on the next day. I'm like, this isn't turning on, and I pulled the disc out and looked at the lens. It was just sad, drooping inward. I'm like, oh no, (laughs) so. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've never (laughs) I've never really regretted like a system I've purchased. Honestly, like, yeah, I, I will say, like, I have my systems that I like and my, and my systems that I'm like, eh, it was OK, but I don't have any I've ever purchased where I'm like, man, this wasn't for me. So uh, how about how about any of either of you, whoever, whichever one of you wants to go? I don't care. <laughs> uh, I, I will say uh, I'm kind of like used being a collector. I don't regret anything that I have. My, my regrets with system more come from and I had this problem a lot in college because it was the first time I ever kind of had money, even though it was like student loan money. So it's not your money. <laughs> uh, if, if you're if you're a kid with student loans, don't assume that they're going to be forgiven. That's not free money. <laughs> Save as much of that money as you can. because yeah. You have to pay it back. No kidding. Oh, yeah. I paid mine back because I got third place on America's Got Talent. <laughs> and it's one, that's one of us a year. Please do not bank on that working. These days, <laughs> these days I think you'd have to get at least second place to even be able to pay. Yeah, at money. least. <laughs> at least. But I always regretted buying consoles, not because of the quality of the console, because, because I, I, when it comes to gaming, I tend to have, you know, despite some of my opinions you've heard tonight, I generally try to be more positive about it. Even something I don't like, it's still my hobby. I can find something redeeming in a shitty yeah. game or mm-hmm. a shitty, like there's always some fun to be had. Some of the most fun I've had is playing terrible games with my friends, <laughs> just as much as playing a great game, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you know? So, um, but the regrets I've always had, is kind of like dipping my toes into something, but I was so broke in college, I immediately had to resell it. Mm, okay. It my, brain would, my brain would be like, oh God, I got to have a GameCube. Like, I want to play this so much. And then within like three weeks, I'm like, well, shit, I also have to eat. <laughs> I just <laughs> thought of that. And then I have to sell it. So I've regretted purchases like that, but it, it, even the garbage that I have in my collection, it, it's my garbage and I love right. it. So. <laughs> understand how about you Uh, matt so i'm a i'm a weird collector i'll definitely say that i don't buy systems at launch never have never will just because i always have a fear that something's going to go wrong so like a red ring (laughs) like a red ring yeah so i always wait at least like the first six seven months to the all the bugs get worked out before i do buy anything but again as a collector there's nothing i like regret buying um i think the only system i probably would say that i don't really pour money into is the wii that's just it it's just because it's it's just it's not anything that's really fun to play it's it's not enter you know aside from wii sports or wii sports resorts there's really Most of nothing. the Wii has not aged well. I yeah. think exactly. that's kind of the yeah. point. Like, it's yeah. kind of much. a 64. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It was its own, it's yeah. its own thing. Like it was designed for a specific purpose. Like 
at a specific time. Right. And I, like, yeah, like it was exactly. like yeah. a model. I tell, I tell people a lot of times, like I bought a Wii and like the only video game my mom ever played in her entire life is Wii Sports. And it's because she walked into the room and saw me play with my sister. She would never touch anything before, never touched anything else ever again. But like, that's what that system was. It was, it got, it got everybody. Well, and to be honest, it saved Nintendo's ass. Like we love the yeah. GameCube now, but the GameCube then not good. Like it, no, I loved it, but nobody bought it ever. I was yeah. working at game yeah. when that was out. Hell, that was distant third. That ended up getting half the wall space of either of the other systems. And it's, at, at certain points it was less, but yeah. like with the, we, the, we just like, I, I I don't really like it that much either. Like, there's a couple of games on it that are yeah. great, but like, and I like Twilight Princess couldn't hook me because I got tired of the waggle shit like immediately. Yeah. And um, like, and you know, Ryan, like, I hate the nunchuck just because it sucks, not because I can't yeah. necessarily <laughs> use it. It's just yeah. terrible. Yeah. It's just <laughs> that, that was a. The, the Wii was a big middle finger from Nintendo to me <laughs> that I could not return. Yes. <laughs> but I mean, I will say, I will say now with the fact that you can mod the Wii to do so much emulation, it, it's it's yeah. kind yeah. of it serves its purpose now. But there's really nothing I could think. The only other thing that I could think of that I bought that I maybe just regretted is the Game Gear because of how much batteries oh, God. I had to pour into that thing. <laughs> that thing's a like, nightmare. That thing was probably the worst ever. That thing saved like- Duracell. Duracell exists <laughs> because of the Game Gear. <laughs> well, didn't it take like six, it took six uh, double A's? Six double A's, And you could yeah. maybe get... What, 90 minutes to two hours? Kid, I was going to yeah. say like three hours. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, I'll, maybe. I'll, and I'll say this. I'll say this. So, while I was the Super Nintendo kid, like everybody else, I asked for Christmas. I really wanted a Game Boy because I wanted to play Castlevania. I want to like all those Nintendo games. My my parents, specifically my dad, they go to the store, you know, for Christmas to get me something. Oh, I know what happened. And they see Game Gear and they go, "Oh hey, no, this is in color. It's in color. Gonna <laughs> like that." So I got a Game Gear for Christmas Oof. that year. So I didn't have a Game Boy until Pokemon Red. And Blue I just played a shitload of columns for like two years. <laughs> I played a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog two <laughs> at a very like very zoomed in Sonic yeah, the Hedgehog two. In Sonic. <laughs> so I played a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog two and then uh, Batman Returns. But the thing I'll say is like anytime we went on a car ride, you know, in that era, I maybe get an hour. Couldn't break like, it. I had to, you immediately. We immediately at some point we went and got like the little cigarette adapter to charge it because it's like i can't play this thing whereas an original game boy would have lasted you an entire car ride to florida and back yeah and then you can those those original game boys like i mean this is a pretty famous story but it literally survived the the iraq war (laughs) (laughs) you could run over you could have run it over with the car you were driving to florida and it still works works now they have that displayed at nintendo new york and it's still that's cool So, but yeah, no, you can't even buy a game gear in 2022 that has the battery cover because those things all blow (laughs) because you had to buy so many batteries and replace them all the the time. Capacitors in them haven't blown. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that, to get so fired up tonight, guys. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, that's that's pretty much going to wrap up the podcast for this week. Uh, Ryan, why don't you go ahead and plug whatever you want to plug? Sure. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry for making it long, but I think no, this was fun. Fine. I had this a good time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, so cripplethreat.com is my website. Uh, I'm still getting the calendar updated, but you can see all where my live dates are going to be. Uh, Cripple threat eight is all my social media, Instagram, Twitter, 
Facebook. As uh, as Matt will attest, I do respond to things a lot. That's why we're here. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. Commented on something on Twitter, <laughs> and now we're buddies. So I, I tend to be very uh, uh, as best I can. I am very I communicate. I like doing it. It's fun for me. Um, Twitch.tv slash CrippleThread8. I'm doing the Ryan Rank stuff. I'm uh, trying to stream at least four or five times a week when I'm not touring. Uh, so when I'm home, I'll be doing that a lot. Uh, come check it out. Uh, it's a very positive energy. We try to just have fun. I'm not amazing at games, but we have a good time. That's the point. And uh, yeah, that that's kind of the just for me. I appreciate you guys. Anytime you want me to come back, I would love oh, to Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all had a blast. For a couple hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. It was great. I mean, it was great having you like, I'll be honest, like this is what episode 11 and yeah, it's only downhill from here. <laughs> well, then just have me back every week oh, and man. we can keep this on. <laughs> I can't match this energy every two weeks for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you everyone for listening. As always, send your questions to podcast 572 at gmail.com, especially the GameStop ones. Cause I know Dan specifically loves them and we will catch you in another two weeks. Thank you for listening. Thanks for coming, Ryan. Have a great Thank one. You.